0: That's better. H E L P dot com slash swish.
1: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all Potter Podcast. Swish
0: and flick. Everyone? Swish and flick. Hello and welcome to episode two hundred seven of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Tiffany. And this episode is sponsored by Jenna Benkin. Thank you, Jenna.
1: Thank you. Thank you. you. Today we will be discussing the first half of Chapter 4 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Horace Slughorn. So make sure that you have read this chapter and you're ready to launch your way through the details. Before we begin, let's go to Megan for the weekly profit.
2: So in case you didn't already realize, we are officially back on all platforms at the time of the release of this episode. Woo-hoo. So you can listen to us anywhere, anywhere you desire. We hope that if you <laughs> left us because you don't like Spotify that you come back. <laughs> they can't hear you i mean I you can hear us. <laughs> but maybe we just like popped up and they're like oh no. look they're back i'm gonna listen again yeah. thank you for coming back what is that?
3: There's apple stitcher tune in and spotify apple? spotify google and all those ones yep, i have google. no idea
2: all kinds of fun, right ones. right um also we're yes also we're going to be doing a special promotion on patreon so if you join our patreon or you up your pledge before august 31st you will get a scrudge Mere united sticker you can what? go i know i'm excited <laughs> because katie made some I'm sweet scrudge designs
1: your scrudge Mere. we're all Mere. <laughs> Oh my
2: gosh! Oh, um, <laughs> the The design will be posted on our Patreon and our social media for you all to see. Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, they will too, and if they don't, get new friends. <laughs> 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 oh boy. subscribe to our channel on youtube at swish and flick podcast and follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at swish flick cast if you'd like to support us on patreon head on over to patreon.com forward slash swish flick supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive felix files episodes discord channel live recordings trivia games swish swag boxes and more thank you all so much for your support if you'd like to send your Potter stories, any questions or concerns, you can do so to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Beautiful. Cool. Was G-Mail it beautiful? G-Mail. How many times did we have to restart a section? Well, now everybody knows. You know what?
1: Let's talk about this. Just because you had to redo it does not make it any less beautiful.
2: Well, thank True you. That. It's
1: about the journey, not the destination.
3: You are correct. I've misplaced my bell, and I'm sad.
1: Where's your bell? Uh, How do you lose your bell?
3: I have no idea. I'm on bell duty. You are. on. Oh, wait, I found
0: it. I will not fail you. It's right here. We good. Kate. All right, you ready? Yes. You ready? Look at me. It's time for the recap, recap, recap. Sunday, (laughs) Sunday,
3: Sunday. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Harry and Dumbledore talked more about Sirius as well. Super sad. Um if it wasn't for oh, Sirius yeah. leaving Harry everything it would have gone to Bellatrix but Dumbledore's still a little bit worried about creature and how he might fall under her uh so they test it out congrats Harry it's a boy you got a house elf so Dumbledore puts the Dursleys in their place <laughs> and then tell I just him got that I'm sorry <laughs> and tell him and Harry oh wait and then him and Harry are off on an adventure what does he call it the tempting mistress blighty temptress blighty temptress
1: adventure yeah. um do you remember that old commercial we ate a boy we had mm-hmm. a house off it's a boy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh so we're going to summarize the first half of this chapter harry and dumbledore are whoosh off on their mini grand adventure uh, and this is first harry's first time apparating and he doesn't care for it too much Mm -hmm. um they're visiting an old friend and colleague of dumbledore's i'm looking at things i'm writing and there's a lot of capital letters where there doesn't need to be (laughs) um very true and dumbledore you know as usual is down one teacher so the house is a mess it looks like it's a break-in but alas earwax dumbledore's not dumb and his friend pulls a dumbledore and he basically draws up a chair but like he's in the chair like he is the chair you know one be one with the chair be one with the air i don't know how many times can we say chair
0: <laughs> i don't know but i feel like it's a drinking game at this point
1: <laughs> i I like what i just said it was very funny <laughs> you know and they get to chatting whilst cleaning up and you know yeah we find some information out things are said chairs are sad and mm. chairs are uh, a whole being in this <laughs> chapter
0: yes mm-hmm. okay are we ready are
1: we ready to get into this which are tiffany's we- starting It's me. It's me. It's
0: me. She's not okay today. I'm not okay. So Harry had spent every moment the past couple of days hoping that Dumbledore would come and fetch him from the Dursleys, but even so, he felt like an awkward turtle walking down Privet Drive with him. Is that what it says in the book? Yes, it literally says though. I thought so. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> outside of Hogwarts, he had never had a quote proper conversation with him, and there's usually like the space of a desk between them, and so it's a little weird.
1: Have you ever been in that situation? Not specifically like with a teacher, but with maybe someone else, like maybe a coworker, where like you've only ever talked at yes. work, and yes. then you go, yes, and then it turns out to be like way better than you expected. Yes. Yeah.
2: I've also had definitely it. Definitely experienced be. that.
1: Not great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like, though, this kind of shows you like a little bit, cause that's anxiety right there. It's like being worried about like, at least for me, like, <gasps> how's this going to go? Like, how are we going to, are we going to be able to have a conversation? What are we going like, to talk about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too.
0: So at this moment in time, he's already feeling like an awkward turtle and then he remembers the last meeting that they had face-to-face and how he he has a heightened sense of embarrassment. So it's like awkward turtle graduate to what a tortoise is bigger, right? Oh, my God. I don't. We're on tortoise. Is that bigger? I, I, I think I don't, one you look that is, that is I think only like cousins.
3: I think a tortoise goes in water or is only land. Dealing, no, land tor- I don't like think that. tortoises go in water. Yeah, or are
2: they right. They do, but they don't like swim. You know what I mean? Like That's they'll not... go in water, but they won't. She
0: types in torturous. <laughs> I can't.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so. And then I don't know
4: turtle. if you noticed
1: that you it's did this. They are particularly distinguished from other turtles. All tortoises are, in
2: fact, turtles. Oh, I'm learning something new. But are day. they
1: larger? But not all turtles are tortoises. Like squares and rectangles, man. <laughs> what's a square? Nothing. What's a square
0: with you? Okay. Anyway, so. Harry is more embarrassed. Quote, he had shouted a lot on that occasion, not to mention done his best to smash several of Dumbledore's most prized possessions. True. <laughs> he man. wrecked his office the last time they were face to face, but. Wrecked it.
1: Dumbledore Daniel killed it. Oh, oh. my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> Dumbledore.
2: trying to keep going (laughs) Dumbledore
0: Uh, Dumbledore (laughs) doesn't really care he seems to be completely relaxed and he tells Harry to keep his wand at the ready and Harry points out that, hey, I'm not allowed to do magic outside of school. I don't know if you remembered. last year we went through this
1: whole thing. I had to go to court. <laughs> I, like to remind, I like that he reminds Dumbledore like Dumbledore's not the headmaster of the school where he's like, oh, you're not?
0: Huh. <laughs> oh, God. But Dumbledore has obviously an awesome counter for this. Uh, he goes, quote, if there is an attack, said Dumbledore, I give you permission to use any counter jinx or curse that might occur to you. However, I do not think you need to worry about being attacked tonight. Why not, sir? You are with me. Oh, Dumbledore. Said Dumbledore simply. This will do, Harry. Like a boss. Isn't that also
1: <laughs> a song? Like a,
3: like boss. a boss.
0: OK. And then there's this little conversation about the apparition test and Harry's not yet 17, so he's not taking it. Therefore, side-along apparition it is. And Harry grips Dumbledore's left arm and off they go. And this description is my nightmare. (laughs) Are you ready? Oh, yeah. This is what it's like to ride Forbidden Journey at Universal Studios, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Quote. Harry felt Dumbledore's arm twist away from him and redoubled his grip. The next thing he knew, everything went black. He was being pressed very hard from all directions. He could not breathe. There were iron bands tightening around his chest. His eyeballs were being forced back into his head. His eardrums were being pushed deeper into his skull. And then... Dash! They're done. But honestly... I don't think I could operate. That's not gonna work well for me. Maybe witches and wizards don't get motion sickness like muggles do, but I feel like Harry didn't like it, Tiffany wouldn't like it, and Tiffany's not gonna do it. So I don't think I can do flu powder, probably get puke on a broom. How am I traveling? (laughs) (laughs) Puke on a broom (laughs) on (laughs) a (laughs) broom.
1: Off-putting. I'll put Please, it on a broom. It's the song you're using. It's the song. <laughs> oh. oh gosh.
0: Tonight is the night, my friends.
1: Where you're puking on a broom? Uh, <laughs> Here's my question.
0: Puking on a broomstick. <laughs> oh.
1: Always it's true all right so here's my question about apparating so like we get this description right and harry doesn't he's never old enough in the books to take the test right mm-hmm. so like do we ever get a firsthand experience of what it's like to apparate i feel like when harry is like learning it oh does i don't remember does he they learn do? it yeah, yeah he does, does like classes. lessons yeah. Okay, I was Wilky gonna say, like, twi- I feel like I remember it him taking, lessons, but something? he's not old enough to take the test, correct? Right, right. He, yeah. So
0: Ron takes it and he fails by an eyebrow. That's right, <laughs> half an eyebrow, Dude, half an eyebrow. It Dude. is Wilkie
3: Twycross. How do you? Well, you read seven all the time, or not seven? Whoa, that's six, right? Yeah. I also do trivia By
0: myself.
1: <laughs> I do trivia. Um, well, I was like, I was doing a lot of trivia for the HBO show. So. I wonder though, like if. Um, him feeling this way is because i'm gonna regret right now (laughs) (laughs) well he does regret it but like i wonder if it's not as bad if you are the person doing it versus side along operating and maybe because do so powerful it's it's even worse
0: when i drive the car i don't get car sick but if i'm sitting like if i'm sitting in the back seat sometimes passenger I'll feel a little nauseous from time to time, especially yeah. if I look down and look up. But like if I'm driving, I'm fine. So maybe it has something to do with that. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Tiffany, um, I have to go back to what song you were singing. Is that from Doug? Like Doug Funny? Yeah. I didn't know that. Also oh. loved that show. Yeah. He
0: like turned 30 this year or something. Yeah. Like that.
1: He was only like 12 or like 14. Banging on a trash can, man. Turning um, on a street light. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, you're not too old. Um, so I was thinking about apparition, right? And there are some famous ones that I really didn't, like, think about too much. So being Catholic, like, obviously know about, like, apparitions of Mary. And there are famous ones of
2: that. But let's go ahead. Oh,
1: I never put the connection of, like, that, like, a vision with this. Mary can
2: apparate? It's, can we talk about it's it's like? <laughs>
0: Well, yes,
1: yeah,
2: she will appear. To well, some like, I people. know it's
1: like not like in my head when I hear that, like, I, it's not a vision. It's like I'm visiting, but like I never I it's, to me, it's like two separate things, even though the word is the she same. She definitely well, felt yeah, like yeah. her same.
2: eyeballs were being forced back into her head.
1: Well, she might have.
0: <laughs> so appar- apparition, right? An unusual or unexpected sight. So you could think about that as like appearing right out of nowhere,
2: out of thin air.
0: And. Another, like, definition of that would be a ghostly figure. And then on top of that, it would be the act of becoming visible. So we can see where Mm. the author got this term from. It's pretty straightforward. But what I thought was interesting is, like, coming, maybe some famous things that influence that could be... (laughs) Fozzie
1: crying... (laughs) (laughs) He's looking at me and crying. Am I that scary looking? He knows that
0: you need to open the door this time. So some famous apparitions that the author may have drawn inspiration from that there were um, three messages Macbeth receives from three apparitions that should beware of Macduff, that no man born of a woman will harm him, and that he will not be conquered until... Burnham Wood marches to fight him. So I just thought that that was interesting. Fight me! If you like Macbeth. And then... Um, a Marian apparition, generally associated with Catholicism. That's a tough word to say, isn't it? Which, um, obviously, Mary, the mother of Jesus, is a big deal with us. Um, And... Some of those apparitions are the object of ridicule. Some think that they're fraudulent and most do not get an official church approval, but there are some famous ones. And bigthink.com actually has a map of where all like the approved apparitions are. So some of those, um, a lot of them are in Europe and the map shows a lot in Italy and in France.
1: I see London. I see France.
0: <laughs> Keep going.
1: <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I see Harry's underpants. Okay. We <laughs> read about them um, so, in Hogwarts: a history. <laughs>
0: so I'm just gonna read about one. So Our Lady of Knock, Ireland. On the 21st of August, 1879, the Virgin Mary, St. Joseph, and St. John the Evangelist appeared to two women, both called Mary, outside a church in the village of Knock, County Mayo, Ireland. I've been there. Mm-hmm. I figured you had. Yeah. So that's um, where one of those is. So if you go to BigThink.com uh, forward slash strange maps, you can find some apparitions there. <laughs> You're all welcome. There's a big image of Wishbone on the dock now. <laughs> 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 thank you for that i love that pooch mm-hmm. so after this um Harry's like tells dumbledore you know i prefer brooms <laughs> so there you go doesn't really like his first experience with apparating so they set out at a quick pace past an empty inn and a few houses and a church clock told harry that it is almost midnight at this point I'm late to be coming to call but at any rate I would, too, turn myself into an armchair (laughs) if someone (laughs) came to my house this late. Dumbledore makes some more conversation, and he asks Harry if his scar has been hurting at all, and Harry tells him no, and he thought, Harry, thought that it would be burning all of the time now that Voldemort was powerful again, but Dumbledore was wearing a kind of satisfied expression on his face at what Harry was saying, because, quote, I, on the other hand, thought otherwise, said Dumbledore. Lord Voldemort has finally realized the dangerous access to his thoughts and feelings you have been enjoying. I think he says sarcastically. It appears that he is now employing Occlumency against you. Well, I'm not complaining, said Harry, who missed neither the disturbing dreams nor the startling flashes of insight into Voldemort's mind. And honestly, yes, like that. He saw so much last week. Just think about, like, if you had to witness in your head one person being tortured. Like, that is horrible. And this poor kid. This poor kid. So they turn a corner, and Harry asks where they are. And they are in the village of Budley Babberton. Say that ten times fast.
3: Is it real? is it real <laughs> i want <laughs> that was genuine I wanna I wanna curiosity it's
1: it's <laughs> i want to know if people can visit oh gosh
0: it is a muggle village somewhere situated in england where horace slughorn resided when he met albus dumbledore and harry potter in 1996 the month of august it said that the village was charming and it had a church and a few houses. Um, I feel like I looked that up, but the link isn't there. So I cannot confirm nor deny if that is a real place until I go ahead and Google it again.
2: I feel like it's Google. not.
0: I feel
3: like it's not either. Also, I've heard
2: Dumbledore say this the-
3: in the movie, and I always thought it was Bubbly Babberton. Not same i
1: always heard bubbly
2: bubbly bubbly
1: i don't think i've ever paid attention that much if i'm being honest does you know all of these (laughs) grilled cheeses in the chat make me want to have grilled cheese
2: i know we were talking about in the chat if a apparition of jesus on a piece of toast is an apparition grilled cheeses and grilled cheeses from glee yeah (laughs) yeah looks accurate to me yeah
0: (laughs) i don't know what to say no i do not believe this is a real place because i did spend some time searching for if um where slughorn was located was real and i was coming up with nothing
2: so it says that babberton is the name of a suburb in edinburgh there you go that's probably where it's from but it was filmed in l-a-c-o-c-k lacock lacock How do you say that? I don't know. Either one. (laughs) Either one of those works for me. What is it?
0: And so what are we doing here in Budley Babberton? And Dumbledore kind of sick burns himself, whether he means it or not, because I don't think that he intended to say it for the meaning that I'm going to joke about. But he says, ah, yes, of course, I haven't told you. (laughs) like yeah you don't really tell him much do you mm-hmm. well I have lost count of the number of times I have said this in recent years but we are once again one member of staff short we are here to persuade an old colleague of mine to come out of retirement and return to hog Hogwarts, hog teach us something, Hogwarts.
1: Hogwarts. 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 <laughs> something please. did you
3: just say a hottie <laughs> I think so hottie <laughs> <Hotty-wottie.
1: laughs>
2: Oh, it's my turn. Tis Green. So Harry's like, "Uh, yeah, how am I going to help you with that? And Dumbledore says that he thinks that they'll find a use for him because basically Slughorn is a collector. And is going to go gaga for Mr. H. Potter. Um, So they head up a steep, narrow street lined with houses. All of the windows are dark. And quote the odd chill that had lain over privet drive for two weeks persisted here too harry thought of dementors and held, held his wand reassuringly in his pocket um harry asks why they couldn't just apparate directly into this old colleague's home and dumbledore explains because it'd be quite as rude as kicking down the front door courtesy dictates that we offer the fellow offer fellow wizards the opportunity of denying us entry in any case most wizarding dwellings are magically protected from unwanted apparators. I like how
3: Harry's like why can not we just pop right in there right <laughs> Don't let us, like
2: school I, mean, them I, on guess manners. I guess it's one thing <laughs> if you're expecting somebody yeah you know um I wonder if you can like lift something like that if you're expecting visitors and if you can dictate who's allowed and who's not yeah. Like
3: that'd a, be cool, like magic. close friends I on Instagram. Yes. Like close friends on apparition,
2: right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder though, right. like, um, if you would just have to have them over and be like, do like some kind of spell work to be like this person just can apparate in and out. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or like maybe apparate closer than someone else could apparate.
2: Yeah, sure.
3: It's like giving someone a key to your place,
1: right?
2: That would be cool. Um. I missed where i am oh so he starts to exp- he starts to explain that at hogwarts you can't operate anywhere inside the buildings or ground but harry finishes the thought for him saying hermione told him so they do listen to her but she probably has like drilled that into his brain because you know i read it in hogwarts a history From like mm. year one. So the church clock cli- chimed. Oh my God! The church clock <laughs> chimed midnight, and Harry wonders why Dumbledore doesn't think it's rude to call on someone at midnight, and also not just operating in, but you know, the time. Also, the if he's so concerned 11. about being rude to people, why are we doing this at midnight? Yeah. Um, but he asks Dumbledore other pressing questions instead. So Dumbledore confirms, yes, Fudge was sacked and has been replaced by Rufus Scrymgear, Scrudgemere, Rufus mm-hmm. Scrudgemere, who used United. to be head of the Auror office, which I think realistically, like, that would be a great choice for these times. You know, I want the minister to be somebody who was the head of the Auror department. Like, that would, that be cool. Someone yeah. who's gonna, who knows you know? how to take down Dark Wizards. Right. Yeah. Hence why it's also amazing that Kingsley takes this role later. Um, Harry says, is he, do you think he's good? An interesting question, said Dumbledore. He is able, certainly, a more decisive and forceful personality than Cornelius. And Harry interrupts and says, yes, but I meant, and Dumbledore goes, I know what you meant. Rufus is a man of action and having fought dark wizards for most of his working life does not underestimate Lord Voldemort. Which all sounds like great news. Dumbledore doesn't mention anything about the disagreement between him and Scrymgeour that the Daily Prophet was reporting on that Harry had read. So, whether it's true or not, it's cool that Dumbledore's not, you know, talking some crud behind his back. He's oh, a quality right. man. Keep it real. <laughs> um, Is he? Most of the time. <laughs> uh, Harry brings up Madam Bones. And then Dumbledore quietly says it was a terrible loss because she was a great witch. And again, Madam Bones is Susan Bones' aunt and the woman who was at Dumbledore. Harry's hearing at the beginning of Order of the Phoenix and stood up for him in the Wisdom trial. Gamot. Yeah, the Wizengamot. Um, he pointed with his mm-hmm. injured hand to indicate where they were going and says, Ouch. Harry goes to ask what happened, but Dumbledore says he doesn't have time to explain now. It's a uh. thrilling tale, and he wishes to do it justice.
1: does he ever tell him? Yeah, he does, doesn't
2: mm-hmm. he? I thought he did. he like
0: he like doesn't say it outright, but he like infers it dances around everything. He doesn't be like hey, I was tempted by this ring, so I, like, shoved it on doesn't my hand. He actually, and, uh... Doesn't he actually learn more <laughs> about it jewelry. from
2: Snape's memories than anything?
0: I mean, he he, yeah. he and, um, well, he learns about it there, but uh, Dumbledore and him, th- they talk about it once they start Briefly. talking about um, Horcruxes. Got it. I think it's after he gets the completed memory. But I wanted to add something in here. Rufus is, like, isn't that, like, a common dog name? Yeah. And when I think of dogs, I think of, like, Loyalty. And so I looked up what it means, and it's uh, Latin for red-haired. Oh, okay. Hmm. So I thought that that was interesting. Fun fact. Cute.
1: Rufus is red hair- red-haired? red
0: It's Latin origin and the meaning red-haired. Okay. Hmm. But every time I hear Rufus, I think of, like,
1: a quality pooch. <laughs> I think of Rufus. I don't know. The Rufus. Rufus the Rufus. No, is, I is, no, just no. think of is a minister. dog. <laughs> oh my um, god!
3: Magic by Phoenix said, "I think of a naked mole rat." Rufus from Kim Possible. Oh my <laughs> god! Um, yes.
1: What is that? That freaky thing? It's a naked roll mat. What roll, <laughs> roll <laughs> mat? Mole oh,
0: mat. naked mat. What's <laughs> a mole mat? <laughs>
2: Please explain. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. All right. (laughs) So Dumbledore smiles at Harry here to try to let him know that he's not being snubbed by this question and basically being told, stop asking me questions. He's encouraging him to keep asking. So this part is just kind of fun. (laughs) Harry goes, sir. Yes, go ahead.
1: It makes me think of that one TikTok slice rule. It's like, keep asking questions. Keep being curious. Like, just keep asking. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like um, Someone asks you a question. You don't have like the answers. You're like, it's you're great. Keep asking questions. Keep being curious. And there's like another thing they say. I'm going to mm-hmm. say that
2: to my kid when they're like three and they don't shut up. With questions. Keep asking. Why is the main question? Why? Um, which, you know, Harry asks a lot of why questions. There's a lot of why. Yeah, but in his life,
1: Dumbledore doesn't give him any answers and then he dies. Well, <laughs> we know. We know. just being honest (laughs) there was so much more the man knew he was living on borrowed time and decided not to tell him you know what i'm gonna do for you my last year of life not give you the full picture okay i want you to finish making the puzzle but i have several of the pieces and i've taken them to the grave you know what i mean where's (laughs) the lie
2: there isn't one that is stumbledore said it Uh, so harry goes sir i got a ministry of magic leaflet by owl about security measures we should all take against the death eaters and dumbledore says yes i received one Mm -hmm. myself and he's still smiling did you find it useful and harry goes not really and dumbledore says no i thought not you have not asked me for instance what is my favorite flavor of jam to check that i am indeed professor dumbledore and not an imposter I didn't, Harry began, not entirely sure whether he was being reprimanded or not. <laughs> For future reference, Harry, it is raspberry. Although, of course, if I were a Death Eater, I would have been sure to research my own jam preferences before impersonating myself. <laughs> jam preferences.
1: Can I ask a quick... What's your uh, favorite jam? Question. Yes, that's what I want to know.
0: Jam? Yeah. What's the difference between jam and jelly? Oh, uh, There's really a huge
3: difference everybody get up
0: it's time to slam now we got a real jam going down
1: welcome to the space jam is that song in the new space jam
0: no it's a trap it's not
1: (laughs) they don't even have it like at the at the um what i don't want to see it Uh, anymore
0: uh, i will tell you though that that is a good funny pop culture-y movie many harry potter references many many i definitely many. want to see it and i don't want to ruin it for people because um, it's very early and i don't think
1: you've here's seen it. <laughs> my question about what is jam the one that has actual fruit bits in it it doesn't jelly have done. i don't like to. the way you said this well,
3: jam spreads so much better jelly, jelly, is, jelly is literally like chunky
2: yeah
1: doesn't but spread it, well that's because like they like cook it down and then what they, is like, the get difference what the does
2: google say um jelly literally has no fruit parts it's just
1: clear not clear but like colored they use fruit parts in it they just take the fruit parts out before they so
0: jelly is made from fruit juice which is usually extracted from cooked crushed fruit jam is made from chopped or pureed fruit rather than fruit juice cooked down with sugar uh so jam yeah jam's definitely i want jam Seems like the and real raspberry, flavor raspberry
2: rains. I enjoy a for me. strawberry. Yeah, I like raspberry. Mm-hmm.
0: I like strawberry. I like a berry. I like a raspberry. I like a, raspberry. I like yeah, a strawberry. I have I'm almost. Any. I'm not a grape. Thumb. I actually
2: really I don't enjoy grape jam. No, I don't, do grape. I don't like grape jelly, but grape jam. Great. I like any kind of jam. Okay. Um, okay.
1: I know this is not any of these things, but apple butter, Ooh. delicious.
2: Oh, apple butter. Um, Mia asks, good. "Does your answer change yes. when you have a PB and J?"
1: No, no, neither. No. First of all, Sarah um, doesn't like this. This is very controversial. It is but very I controversial. Hate peanut butter and jelly. What? Um, do I you don't like peanut butter? Yes, I. And I'm not exaggerating. I say I have one maybe. I I crave it maybe once a year, sometimes less. And I have. To, this is going to be another thing that people are going to be shocked by. I don't love peanut butter, so I yeah. if I do have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it has to be on toasted bread, and I have to have strawberry. Jelly jam whatever, and I won't eat it otherwise. See,
0: I have another controversial thing. I I'm hate not peanut butter and jelly you. with
2: toasted bread. I'm sorry, I'm just
1: throwing that. But out I there.
0: also don't care for that, and I love chunky peanut butter. Yes.
1: I haven't. Ha- I loved it when I was a kid. People I don't. People hate it. chunky peanut butter. And i really just just, a thing. Thing. I think it's a texture thing. No, give me that crunch, baby. I don't know if I would like it now i I probably would i love peanuts peanuts are some of my favorite mm, like snacks snacky. and like i love mm-hmm. peanuts on my well i don't put it on my ice cream but i eat it next to my ice cream Um uh, but i just don't like peanut butter sometimes i'll eat it um like honey roasted freshly made honey no. roast i'm good on an apple like a honey oh. roasted peanut like apple like dipped in the honey roasted peanut butter okay. but it has to be like not i don't really not that i don't get store made but like make it Freshly ground. You don't know I mean? like fresh peanut Freshly butter. Freshly ground. It's I got
0: you. I understand. Uh, I want to stop this podcast for peanut
2: butter and jelly sandwich, please. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh, I like really warm really one, want one, one but now, but I want the bread to be nice but, and soft. And a grilled cheese. And then yeah, I want my crisp cheese.
1: apple dipped in honey roasted mm-hmm. peanut butter. It is genuinely very good. I love
2: grilled cheese. Uh, what are we talking about? <sighs> I forgot where I am. Jam. Jam. Yes,
1: We're jam. In a jam so Dumbledore's in a favorite
2: jam is raspberry. Okay, Um, quality. And Harry is like, uh, right, and then goes on to ask what they meant by Inferi, and it was because it was mentioned in the pamphlet. So Dumbledore explains what they are. He says they are corpses, dead bodies that have been bewitched to do a dark wizard's bidding. Inferi have not been seen for a long time. However, not since Voldemort was last powerful. He killed enough people to make an army of them, of course. This is the place, Harry, just here. So shout out to the Can
1: lake I ask another question about this because clearly i need to finish reading these books so i remember do they does he use these at all like now like do we see an army of inferior no well, we kind of see but like besides him being in the lake no no like that's such like
0: that was saved up that's the battle garbage of, you have to opinion. think about this the battle of hogwarts was a spur of the moment yeah battle. it kind of
2: came out of nowhere yeah everything kind of just was, like collided was, and began and like nobody was, was expecting it to happen then well no, you know what it they was saying? literally to stop Will harry from getting horcruxes expect,
1: expect it right oh my gosh also if you stay prepared then you don't have to get prepared amen so that's why you lost voldemort are you mm. listening to me he's, sir no because he he's, he's dead. dead some people say you can she hear him can't
0: hear me right now why
2: Lou, look what you made me do. do. What you made me do. <laughs> um, so I pulled up the writing on In theory from WizardingWorld.com. This was pu- published on Pottermore back in 2015.
0: Hark, do I see my name in green?
2: Where? In your name. Oh, yeah. Man? Tiffany's Theories About the Lake. Correct. So an inferius, plural, Inferi, is a corpse that has been reanimated by a dark wizard's curse. It becomes a grisly puppet and may be used as an expendable servant by the dark wizard in question. The most obvious sign that one is facing an inferior rather than a living human are the white and cloudy eyes.
4: Ugh. That's
2: disgusting. Yes. Ugh. Um. I'm not gonna go super in depth it's in this because I'm sure that we'll do a Felix Files on this, and I don't want to take the Felix Files thunder.
1: That seems very Halloweenish. It Ooh. does. You are correct. Kind of. I was trying to look at up White Walkers because that's. Oh yeah, yeah. Of oh,
2: interesting. Yeah. Um. the The last thing that I'll say from this article is that. Inferi are preserved indefinitely by dark magic. So an Inferius can only be destroyed by fire for no spell has been found to render dead flesh impervious to burning. Inferior are therefore mm. enchanted to avoid flames by their master.
0: Okay. I have a question because this is a really sad thought. The really sad thought. Um. So I wonder, because this seems like very incredibly dark magic if if someone is made into an imperious is their soul able to move on or is hmm. it trapped inside? Hold on. I read something like are they that. not able to go to some kind of an afterlife? Do they get no King's Cross?
1: Um, I think it might depend on how they die. What do you like?
2: I don't know. So it says... Actually, the author talked about this, so... Yes, let me know, because that um, would be very sad. She compares them to zombies, so it says, In theory, have much in common with zombies, which are mentioned as separate creatures within Harry's world. I had several good reasons for not wishing to call the guardians of the Locket Horcrux zombies. Firstly, zombies are not part of British folklore, but associated with the myths of Haiti and parts of Africa. While the students of Hogwarts would learn about them, they would not expect to meet them walking down the streets of Hogsmeade. Secondly, while zombies of the Vodou tradition can be nothing more than reanimated corpses, a separate but related tradition has it that the sorcerer uses their souls or part of their souls to sustain himself. This conflicted with my Horcrux story, and I did not wish to suggest that Voldemort had any more use for his Inferi than as guards for his Horcrux lastly okay, so they do get to go i would think yes on okay Woo! yeah so it says lastly zombies have been represented and reinterpreted on film so often in the last 50 years that they have a whole raft of associations that were of no use to me
1: it's uh, interesting to so me yeah. that the author would create these things just for him to have a guard an army of them to be guards for his horror crux when really the only time that they're like i don't know it seems like that's a really um like lackluster use for them and also clearly we know that regulus got in there so did dumbledore more than once no did he get more than once or was this his first time his first so time. they, you know what i mean like so people got in there so like are they really that good of guards the so only i w- reason I, why
0: regulus got in there was because of creature
1: Right. But regardless, he got in there. Well, right? elf
0: magic isn't like because Voldemort. So that doesn't surprise me because Voldemort thinks that that's less than him. But I think that um, I just th- think that he wasn't counting on anybody to be as good as him. So the magic that he put around it was. Yeah, that was great, because if you think about it, Voldemort's, Voldemort, Voldemort, jeez, Dumbledore's in there just like. He's like touching the walls of of the cave and figuring out where like this place is known magic right like who else does that in
1: this series but with the inferior I don't know I just feel i like that well here like you are gonna have them like do to, something with them. here's
0: to counter well, that though like I said the Battle of Hogwarts was very last-ditch effort to stop harry from getting the horcruxes i feel like
1: that was to be used at an all-out war time she's saying that i did not wish to suggest that voldemort had any other use for his Inferi than as guards for his horcrux
0: that's like that's it
1: that's that's what she wrote that's what the author wrote and then that shows that he was really worried about that horcrux to me it's just like why bother like I like it. Not not why bother, but like, I don't know. I feel like he's not using them as effectively as he could, which is probably a messed up statement to have anyways, because it's all terrible what he does. True. I
2: think think that Vinny says that they're not. Go ahead. Their use is. So I'm trying to. So like the whole the entire thing is set up as a massive booby trap basically in that cave right so like it's one thing if you can find the opening to the cave if you can then Mm. find the boat the door to be able to go across the lake so that you do not disturb the inferior right because if you touch the water then that I feel like
1: that there should be more to activate them in my opinion it's just not like i don't think he did it well but they don't
2: need any more because the way that the entire thing is know, set up
1: they got more than one per- like people got in there regardless of elf magic and double or being intelligent
2: but all but like the two in, but more the two just to instances touch the water and
1: activates the inferi like come on
2: but the two instances like where it. like that where people get in and through are like so one out of a rare, right like so really rare and like happen. if you think like again like if you can get all the way to the island and you actually get the locket after you get the locket that potion makes you thirsty and it's forcing you to drink the water and then the inferior are going to swarm you and if you're not skilled at all like you're dead what if you come with a water bottle i mean
1: to me like i'm not impressed with it like i think more could have been done that's just my opinion i mean
0: i always travel
2: with a bottle of water i usually do
1: could have avoided i don't drink water because i don't i I did i was under the impression my own water because that's
2: rule number one (laughs) i was under the impression that the inferior were used in the first war though i believe i read that somewhere like Pulled Dumbledore says no, he says it. Dumbledore says, so they did have another use. It's just after that, they were then used to preserve
1: this oh, spot. Well, you know what I'm there saying you go, Sarah. I just again, I'm just still not impressed with them. That's all. I just think that they like, don't
0: need they, you to be impressed with them.
1: It's just like when you're reading, it's like one of those things that like when you're reading a story and it's like a fantasy novel and people are fighting. And it's like not much of a fight. Like, I'm not easy? impressed with that. I
0: got you. Okay. That doesn't impress me much. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Don't impress me so, yeah. much. Got the theory, but <sighs> do you got the Horcrux?
2: So Harry and Dumbledore come up to a small, neat stone house set in its own garden, and Harry was too busy thinking about how awful of an idea Infer and theory were, and wasn't paying much attention. So Dumbledore stopped dead as they reached the front gate and Harry walks right into him and Dumbledore goes, oh, dear, oh, dear, dear, dear. Do we think that he knew that it was a setup or do you think that there's any part of him here that had real concern?
1: Do you
0: think the yeah, oh, dear is like the giggle like, a oh, dear.
2: That's like kind of head. what I was thinking like oh dear what did well, he do he
1: says later on he goes i knew it wasn't death eaters there was no dark mark and then he's like oh man i forgot the dark mark <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man
0: how do you feel like just throwing I mean... up random dark marks though you know what i mean and also why do you know the incantation
1: truth he doesn't no one said he knew he doesn't say he knows he just is like oh i should have thought about that no maybe he's evil He's a Slytherin. <laughs> they're all evil, they say. The rumor say. on the street is they're all terrible.
0: What say you, Megon?
2: I think that he knows right away that it's not real. <laughs> real Um Katie, what do you think?
3: Um, I think Dumbledore's too smart. Yeah, Dumbledore's pretty smart.
2: So Harry's heart sinks as he looks up the front path because the front door is hanging off of its hinges and Dumbledore looked up and down the street and it seemed deserted.
3: Is it my turn? It is.
2: All right, so Dumbledore tells
3: Harry, keep your wand out, follow me. He opened the gate. They walk up the path real quick. They push open the front door super slow. It's all like creepy, like horror movie. What's going to happen? So Dumbledore casts...
0: Uh, Apple?
3: Oh my god. (laughs) Dumbledore casts Lumos, and they head in. uh, And I just like the description. I mean, it's kind of scary, but, you know. The author knows how to write a scene. A scene of total devastation met their eyes. A grandfather clock lay splintered at their feet. Its face cracked, its pendulum lying a little farther away like a drop sword. A piano was on its side, its keys strewn across the floor. The wreckage of a fallen chandelier glittered nearby. Cushions lay deflated, feathers oozing from slashes in their sides. Fragments of glass and china lay like powder over everything. Dumbledore raised his wand even higher so that its light was thrown upon the walls where something darkly red and gluttonous was spattered over the wallpaper. Harry's small intake of breath made Dumbledore look around. So Dumbledore's like, yeah, not very pretty, is it? Something horrible has happened here. So, like, we've all agreed he knows like this isn't real like he knows something like he, he's worked with slughorn he knows this guy but he's like playing into it like poor harry <laughs> like, yeah something really bad happened here man like is he just trying to get his
2: kicks <laughs> and scaring that out kind of harry or what <laughs> um, i kind of feel like he's playing it up because he knows that slughorn can hear him probably yeah you're probably right slughorn yeah. can you hear
1: me <laughs> maybe throwing him off guard like thinking uh no, i'm gonna like, play into slughorn's, it slughorn's yeah he's yeah. playing into it so, so slughorn's like oh he really thinks that like i'm not here and gets like a little too comfortable <laughs> Here's oh my slughorn. god can you
0: imagine him like it being a chair and
1: being like <laughs> yes i was just thinking like, <laughs> like laughing. At himself isn't there an the episode of friends where that's joey hiding in a box and he's giggling no spoilers, I uh, yeah. Sarah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, geez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Such a spoiler. A grown man hiding in a box and giggling. Because let me tell you, I would do that.
3: Uh, same. Have you seen like Spongebob a bar? box? It's magical. <laughs> hmm. So Dumbledore is investigating. Finger quotes, investigating. Harry's following. He's half scared. Like, what am I going to see? When do we go past the piano? Is there going to be something behind the sofa? Uh, but he's he thinks in his head there's no sign of a body. So the kid's freaking out.
1: No body, no crime,
3: right? Isn't
1: so that Taylor song.
3: Harry suggests, well, maybe there was a fight and the person was dragged off. And he tries not to imagine how badly wounded a man would have to be to leave those stains spattered halfway up the walls. Dumbledore, this kid has been through enough. <laughs> Just tell him that it's fake. So Dumbledore's like, no, I don't think so. Um. And was looking at the overstuffed armchair that's on his side, and he says, he's still here somewhere. So without warning, Dumbledore swoops down, plunges the tip of his wand into the seat of the overstuffed armchair, and it yelled, ouch. So Dumbledore's like, good evening, Horace. Uh, So a quote from the Mm. book, Harry's jaw dropped where a split second before there had been an armchair. There was now crouched an enormously fat, bald, old man who was massaging his lower belly and squinting up at Dumbledore with an aggrieved and watery eye. There was no need to stick the wand that hard. It hurt. Ouch, Charlie, that hurt. And it still hurts.
1: (laughs) They're like grown now. Did you know that? Yes, it's disgusting. don't, Don't
3: talk about it.
1: I forgot that he was supposed to be like so short that when he sat down, his feet doesn't touch the ground because i'm so Mm -hmm. used to seeing like this guy that plays him Mm -hmm. is not he's like a taller guy oh
3: yeah same
1: sometimes you know you get just not mixed up but like you're so ingrained with like the movie like the actors that played Mm -hmm. them you're like what totally
3: Mm -hmm. i do like the movie's version where he's like no need just to disfigure me albus yeah. I was trying to I was
2: literally Googling trying to find like what he's Merlin's beard. Yeah, what Merlin's beard. Just figure me out. I must say, you make a very convincing armchair. I come by the stuffing naturally. It's all in the upholstery.
0: I like him a lot. I do. I like the actor who played him. Um same. I think that they did a, a good job. He's you know, far, as far as like appearances go, mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily like on. According to the book, right? But um, I don't, I don't dislike.
3: Isn't he in Moulin yeah. Rouge? Is he? I think he is because oh, I, think he I remember watching it. Jim he's and a,
0: going hmm. Hmm. Jim Broadbent. Shouldn't yeah. you know
1: off I'm the cuff, Sarah? Pretty sure that he's also Bridget Jones's father in Bridget Jones's Diary, but I could be lying. Mm. I'm trying to find him, his face, I don't know. but it's not coming up. Maybe I passed him. Moulin Rouge. yeah. Yeah, I do remember I things. I pass him. Good for you. Yeah, Harold. I like that movie. He was get in old,
2: Teletubbies. I mean... What? Stop. <laughs> he Stop. voiced the trumpet the slash announcer okay, in 120 did... episodes. Like he Send was on it. Send me a picture. Air. Did he get to Send try the pudding though?
3: Cuz like that's one thing I've always kind of wanted to try.
1: What are you he... talking about? What? Did you ever get They had I never pudding actually pudding watched Teletubbies. It was Teletubbies. I Oh my god, maybe I had that. I ate that Where and I, I liked it and then all of a sudden I didn't. It was tapioca, I'm pretty sure. Ew. that's yeah. not My f- grandma would have my it. I don't, I taste. like didn't eat, like they, we didn't eat Burger King's kids but my grandma always had it. Yes. Like, had the pudding Vinny. cups.
0: From Mythbusters. Oh my Jamie. god, yes. I know that
3: trumpet. That's so spot on. What He, he was
0: voiced.
1: in Game of Thrones for four episodes. Wait.
0: He just did the voice. Yeah. I There's thought no... it was a lady that oh. did
1: it.
4: Huh.
0: Oh. Anyway, to the internet, that's not true. The wind blows. Don't,
2: Don't tell me TV. scare me. They oh, because IMDB says that he was in Harry Potter. What? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So
3: we get more of Slughorn's description. Uh we get prominent eyes, enormous silver walrus-like <laughs> mustache. So kind of like um, Uncle Silver. Vernon, right? Thank you. He
2: was in the Chronicles of bit. Narnia. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. The Chronicles what what of Narnia.
3: And it's pointed out that he has highly polished buttons on his maroon velvet jacket that he's wearing over a pair of lilac maroon. silk pajamas. Lilac. <laughs> I think that's important because it like shows he's very much about like status or like materialistic or like how he's presented like we know that he is a collector I of think, these kids he thinks are yeah. going to go on to be quote somebody right. whatever
1: once told me the world is gonna roam oh and my the god the shed.
0: you're out of control but i do think he enjoys a life of leisure yes mm-hmm. yes leisure
1: yeah
3: also, as Sarah mentioned, the top of his head barely reaches Dumbledore's chin, so He's a short dude. Um, he asked, what what gave me away? And Dumbledore said, well, there's no dark mark over the house. And he clapped a pudgy hand to his vast forehead and said that he knew that there was something he'd forgotten. But he wouldn't have had time anyway because he had just been putting the final touches on his upholstery when they had come into the room. So Dumbledore offers to help him clean up. This is a super cool part in the movie. I think they do it really Love well. Love it. They use the same mm-hmm. identical sweeping motion with their wand, and I tried to look it up, like what this was, but it's just one of those things that like doesn't really have a name. a
0: cleaning spell that Harry doesn't care about, exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, I, on the I lexicon, like it's like just called yeah. the mending charm. So I don't know. There's no real word mm. for it. So mendio, right? Brachium. mendo. Nope, that's not it. So the furniture flies back into its original places, (laughs) ornaments reform mid-air, feathers zoom back into their pillows, torn books repair and put themselves on their shelves, oil lanterns reignite, rip cracks and holes healed everywhere, and the walls wipe themselves clean. So Dumbledore's like, well, what kind of blood was that? And Slughorn tells him, dragon. This is interesting, and I didn't think about it before. In the book, another time, dragon blood appears to be green. But this time, it's red. So I wonder if there's, like, different breeds of dragon. Do they have different... I know there's different breeds of dragon, but, like, does it depend on <laughs> that? Do they have different kinds of blood? I don't know. Like, does a Welsh green have green blood? Does a Swedish snort snout have blue blood? I bet.
1: Snort snout. Um, I wonder, too, like, does Dumbledore already know this? Because he it was the dude that talked right. about 12, the 12 uses. uses. of Hey! Blood.
3: Blood. Um, and we learn that apparently dragon blood prices are sky high at the moment, and he hopes that he can reuse it. And I think this is another example of Slughorn's, like, materialistic, mm. like, he just really prizes the good stuff, no matter what it is, even though he's just using this um, just to, you know, as a ploy right now.
1: He could talk to Downer about all the uses, though. What the uses? Are mm-hmm. you all
3: right? Twelve.
1: Yeah. Bing. So, uh, you know, he—I almost said he gobbles it up. He doesn't, but it's now I'm a, like back in. I'm guessing what is the original container it was in before he did whatever he did to the blood it makes no sense (laughs) but he's looking at it the blood is back i'm guessing it's back in the receptacle it was in before he got it on the wall there you go and he comments that it's a little dusty but he doesn't really seem too upset about it nope um and it turns out it's like whoa and that's when harry or not harry but that's when slughorn sees him it's him harry potter oh my god
0: You're harry potter
1: I've read about you. <laughs>
2: I'm Hermione Granger. So,
1: Dumbledore introduces them to each other. So Harry Potter, Horace Slughorn, Horace Harry Potter. You know, uh and this is when Slughorn is like, "Hmm," and he knows what Dumbledore's trying to do, and says to him, "So that's how you thought you'd persuade me, is it?" Well, the answer's no, Albus. So interesting Dumbledore is not phased. he suggests that they have at least a drink which Slughorn agrees to but he doesn't seem like he likes the idea of it and he's like fine like one drink that's what I'll I'll allow one beverage anyways they sit down by the fire Dumbledore is making sure that like Harry is right in Slughorn's like line of sight and he's like certainly when Slughorn this is from the book the certain Certainly when Slughorn, who had been busy with decanters and glasses, turned to face the room again, his eyes fell immediately upon Harry. So he, like, passes out the drinks, and he, like, just seems like he's not happy. Like, he's being put in a a situation where he doesn't want to be because he knows himself. Because, like, Dumbledore's 1,000% using Harry to get Slughorn to agree to come back. Yep. And Slughorn knows that this is what he's doing, and Slughorn also knows that he really wants to get Harry into the club. Um, yeah. We don't know these things yet But <laughs> Slughorn does Slughorn And we will life. find out soon <laughs> So he like shoves the tray at Harry And he, then he sits down And um, he, you See so he's not super happy Whatever And he sits down on the couch Dumbler asks him how he's been And Slughorn tries to say Like oh like I'm weak and I'm <sighs> frail And whatever else um, And I wanted to read from the chapter Because um, that's better than me Trying to tell you what he said long story short that's what i'm gonna do not so well said slughorn at once weak chest wheezy rheumatism wheezy rheumatism too can't move like i used to well that's to be expected old age fatigue and yet, you must have moved fairly quickly to prepare such a welcome for us at such a short notice, said Dumbledore. You can't have more than three minutes' warning. Slughorn said, half irritable, half proudly, too, didn't hear my intruder charm go off. I was taking a bath. Still, he added sternly, seeming to pull himself back together again. The fact remains that I am an old man, Albus, a tired old man who has earned the right to a quiet life and a few creature comforts. And... St- continuing on this is just like a chapter of kind of like harry's looking around and harry's like thinking he certainly had those harry thought looking around the room it was stuffy and cluttered yet nobody could say it was uncomfortable there were soft chairs and footstools drinks and books and boxes of chocolate and plump cushions if harry had not known who lived here he would have guessed it at a rich fussy old lady which still could be true because we don't actually know who's who owns this house um and I yeah, how forgot much is, how much is slughorns and how much is the owners
0: of the house? You know what I mean? Because I yeah. know he brings things that will make it feel like home to him. But I wonder, like, how much of it?
1: Well, like, I think because he commented the be end of my section about um, how he has to, like, make sure the neighbor like he goes. It's tricky, like moving in to so, like the neighbors don't notice, like me bringing my piano and kind of thing. Right. Um, so I'm Googling intruder charm. And it was a charm which detects intruders and sounds, sounds an alarm. And it's basically the magical equivalent to a burglar alarm. Um, and this is all we really see. But it says behind the scenes, the intruder charm might be given the name of the spell cave. Inimkium? I don't know. How would you say that?
0: In M- Inimkium? an
1: um, given the letters etymology, which we will click on this and see what it says. Edomediology. Um and this it says on the uh, wikia that it was an incantation of a protective charm that produced a boundary that kept the caster hidden from view. Um, so he's bringing it at least. A and piano. like this, I guess I think is from uh the that. Sh- that game i think hogwarts, hogwarts mystery. mystery but i guess it first appeared in deathly hallows um what is but i don't know if it was ever given a name what it what do they use in deathly hallows it's saying hermina used this charm as part of a protective enchantment enchantments used to hide the camp she shared with harry and ron during the hunt for the horcruxes um, um what what are you still reading I don't it? remember her saying that. I don't know if she said it. Maybe, I don't know. You know what I mean? she non-verbaled it. Um, <clears throat> it's Latin. The word is Latin phrasing, meaning beware of the enemy. Do they
0: have a. Here, go. Go down to the references. Click number one. Oh, you.
1: I know. Stupid sight. That was me.
0: So it says it's in the chapter The Thief.
1: Deathly Hollows.
0: Which is where Harry and gets the a finding, hi,
1: final hiding place
0: of uh good old Grindy. Interesting.
1: Hmm. Any hoosies? Um, yeah. That's that word, you know, fun things. Anyway, it's going back. So then Dumbledore, like comments back to him that um he points out to Horace that. He's older, like Dumbler's older than him because he's like, you're younger than I am. And like, this is not something like I personally care for, because like your age doesn't dictate how you feel. So like I get right now at this point in time, like Slowcorn kind of is just saying these things because he doesn't want to go back to Hogwarts. But also like you can be younger than someone and still feel all of these things. And just because, well, I'm older than you, that doesn't mean anything. It's just kind of ageist. It's true. And I just don't care for that. You're not wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways, and also, like, you could be 97 and feel great, or you could be 60, or you could be 31 and feel terrible. Anyways, let's move on. Dumbledore. Um. Or anyways, Slughorn then tells him that he maybe he should be thinking about retirement himself. And Dumbledore's hands brought up because he like kind of talks about it and he mentions it. And Dumbler doesn't disagree with him. And so we kind of see like, see a small peak of his right hand where the fingers are blackened and they're burnt. Um, but he also he literally goes, like, <laughs> on the other hand, and he like pulls up his left hand, who's very punny right there. Mm. Um, and he shows off his left hand that's not burnt, but we do see, and Harry notices right away, that he's wearing a ring that Harry had not ever noticed him wearing before. And quoting from the book, it says it was large, rather clumsily made of what looked like gold, and was set with a heavy black stone that had a crack down the middle. Sloghorn's eyes lingered for a moment on that ring too, and Harry saw a tiny frown momentarily crease his wide forehead. Um. So, like, here's my question: that's that's the ring, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is he wearing it? Can he Remind not take it off now? Yourself
0: of the things you go through.
2: I mean, you, I mean he eventually takes it off so Are you i think serious, that Tiffany? i i think that it's because he i mean he admits that he wanted to possess that horcrux It's still
0: the resurrection
2: Stone, right and it where else is he gonna put to it like end. the resurrection stone is an important article so like if you just leave that somewhere and it gets lost it's better to just have it on your person
1: but do you think i mean he, he does put it inside of a snitch it's our it's yeah. cracked it's though so is the stone in hairy. there right now
2: or did he yeah, already place it in there, there yeah but it's cracked yeah
1: the stone is cracked Doesn't because he destroyed the, the stone horcrux. is cracked yeah
0: yeah mm. the, it's cracked because the horcrux is now gone Right. but like honestly i could see him keeping that so close to him because he knows exactly how important it is for harry to end up having it yeah. so he like wants to take no chances
2: I also and think like my that other
1: question. Oh, go ahead. I
2: also think Slughorn's eyes lingering on it is because he recognizes it as the ring that Voldemort had.
1: But did he have it when he was at? Like, did he? Yes. Like, yeah. I know he, he he turned the ring, right, into a Horcrux during his years at Hogwarts. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So, like, was he wearing it around? Because he, he didn't so. have it the whole time. Oh, now
0: I know. I know he had it on in the movie.
1: Right. He did uh, have it on in the movie.
0: So now I don't remember.
2: Um, I have to go back and read the memory.
0: Man, I know. I know for sure he put he had it in the movie. So theoretically, he should have that. It was already. Yeah, it was already a horror. So that would have been he would have killed his dad. And his grandparents, right?
1: Yeah. So the ring. Yes, the ring was. His family, yeah. And the next one he made was the diary, which was Myrtle. 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 I want to go Myrtle, Myrtle. Um. And like that was my thing. Is like, does he just recognize it because he he knows that? Like, has he seen Tom with it? So his eyes or does just, he just notice linger it because right? he also is materialistic, or can he feel like that's not a normal ring? It will. Meaning, like, it's, does he feel like that it's a hollow? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he necessarily knows about the hollows. I don't know. He knew about horcruxes. Yeah, but yeah, but that's more wizarding
0: rather than, like, lore. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you think about what Xenophilia said about the hollows, it's not something that wizards and witches generally prescribe to. But, like, I feel like his eyes would have lingered because he would have seen you Tom have to? Riddle. Yeah, you, have, you have to have let to. it
1: linger. <laughs> 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 um and I wonder t- part of it too like God, he was you. part of the slug club correct Tom was yes and so like after he left Hogwarts like I wonder if they stayed in contact a little bit before Tom went like total rogue into Voldemort times I wonder like, did, I wonder like did Slughorn champion to have him come in and be a defense against the dark arts teacher and Dumbler still was like no
0: I wonder if he was like also thinking it's weird that he went and worked at Borgen and Burks. People were like, what are you doing there? Like you're wasted on this job. Yeah. That's what a lot of people said about Tom Riddle. It's like, mm, no, he was doing what he needed to do.
3: People in the Discord chat are asking if Dumbledore wore it on purpose because maybe Slughorn recognized it.
0: I kind of want to it think It could have did. been a power play. Yeah. I think it was. Like, like, I know what you did, I just need to know exactly
1: how you did it. Yeah. <laughs> like part of me you know? part of me thinks that um Dumbledore as much as like he is can be sentimental and I know that he wants to, and we know because he put the ring on because he wanted to see his family He put a ring on it if he, he liked did. it he should have put, put a, a ring, ring on, on. himself yep. <laughs> um, I just think that like in my mind it would be it would be more apropos for him to put it on because Maybe he even wants to see if he recognizes it. Because Dumbledore knows exactly what this was. Not taking aside, taking the. Um, I'm getting, getting, uh, not, what's the word I'm looking for? Distracted by Aries things in the chat. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> Taking. take a very Aries thing to do. <laughs> the hollows away. This is a horcrux. And mm-hmm. this, a big chunk of this book is trying to find out exactly what how many he made how many Voldemort made how, where he got all of his information from and we're trying to get that memory from Slughorn mm-hmm. so like with it would make sense for Dumbledore to wear it to see the reaction how big or how small from Slughorn if he recognizes it and if he recognizes it for what it really is and like did he say anything because like you know I don't I don't know if he ever would say something if he's the one that tells um Tom like they have the conversation about. Mm-hmm. Horcruxes, and then he comes back and he's made one. It's like, well, I'm now an accessory to this crime. Do I want people to know? I think he had
0: already he already made one by the time that he asked Slughorn about them because he asked Slughorn about multiples.
1: But do we know for sure that he made one? Made more? Made one by that time?
0: I'm pretty sure we do. Yeah, because Dumbledore says it later on in this chapter. I think the chapter is actually called Horcruxes. I
1: don't know what number it is though. In this book? Yeah i'll have to look up look into it um but it was just like something i thought about so anyways doubler then asks slughorn if all of these precautions were for him or for death eaters and slughorn kind of is like well why would like they even want me like what are you talking about um and then he goes i imagine that they would want you to turn uh, your considerable tails to coercion torture and murder um and like i think part of that is like because we know that like he's so connected because he makes sure he's connected and like he's not dumb i mean he is you know somewhat talented i guess in making potions he's not as good as snape is but um oh talents not tales. Hmm. your talents to coercion torture and murder i knew that didn't sound right um but, you know, he, he he's really good at making those connections. And sometimes it's not what you know, but who, you know, uh, and they could use that. And so, um, you know, he asks them, kind of like, have they come to like recruit him? And he seems like surprised by that. Um, let me see exactly what he says. Oh, he's like, are you telling me that they haven't come recruiting you yet? Like, he seems surprised that they haven't. So this is when uh, Slughorn then tells him reading from the book, he says, Slughorn, eyed Dumbledore, balefully for a moment, and then muttered, I haven't given them the chance. I've been on the move for a year, never stayed in one place more than one week. Move from muggle house to muggle house. The owners of this place are on holiday in the Canary Islands. It's been very pleasant. I'll be sorry to leave. It's quite easy once you know how one simple freezing, um, how one simple freezing charm on these absurd burglar alarms they use instead of a sneakoscopes and make sure that the neighbors don't spot you bringing in the piano. Um, and I think part, what was I going to say that I forgot part of it, um, going back to him saying how he's like wheezing and he's frail and he's got rheumatism and all those things, uh, not to say he's a liar, but if you're moving every week, that's a lot. And for a whole year, that's a lot. Um, but I probably would be fatigued too if I had to move like no, like every week for Fifty-two weeks, right? Fifty-six. How many? How many weeks are in a year?
3: Fifty-two. Mm-hmm.
1: Is it 52? fifty-two? Fifty-two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Regardless, there's a lot of weeks. Do you not believe us. No, because I feel like I'm wrong. <laughs> a deck of cards. Uh, but anyways, that oh, does now tr- I'm wondering if tr- I'm truly, wrong. Um, truly doesn't matter. No, you're right. Fifty-two. A little over. Technically, you made me guess. My second guess myself. So. Let's talk about freezing charms. Spoiler alert. There's not a lot of information about them. So I Googled them earlier today. This says the freezing charm was a charm which immobilized and stopped the actions of the target. Your joke. With the use of this charm, the movement of living or an- animated targets was stopped. Um, and the functioning of objects such as a mer- nope, a muggle, I almost call it a muggle, <laughs> like a burglar and a muggler, <laughs> muggler. <laughs> put together was halted. Mm -hmm. Um the spell was covered in the standard book of spells, grade two, by Miranda Goshok. It was also taught at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, obviously, to the second years in charms class. Um And then we see Horace Slughorn telling Albus Dumbledore that he's used this. We also see, I guess, Hermione uses it in the fall 1992. Use this spell to successfully freeze a pair of pixies in her second year after her teacher failed or tried and failed. He didn't try to subdue them using the nonsense incantation. Uh, It's a lot of words that I'm not even going to say. Um. So the incantation is derived from the Latin immobulus, meaning immobile or unmoving. Uh, so fun fact. And you immobile, do they yeah. do play or it's a spell on um those like games that people play on the internet and whatnot, like Lego and Harry Potter puzzles hmm. and spells things. Yeah. Um, so
0: in chapter twenty three of this book, um, we had a few questions surrounding the ring. So in the memory. Thank you. It's for
4: looking set... this up.
1: <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Is this Gollum's ring? Yes. Hi, precious. Um, no.
0: <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so uh it says, quote, and there were half a dozen teenage boys sitting around slughorn with Tom Riddle in the midst of them, Marvolos, gold and black ring gleaming on his finger. So they were dead. Um Going on a little bit. Um, is
1: this so? He's wearing it at school. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's
0: wearing it during this meeting in this memory. So after those boys are kicked out, that's when he starts talking to Slughorn about uh, Horcruxes. So. After they're out of the memory, Dumbledore says, I've been hoping for this piece of information or evidence for a very long time. It confirms the theory on which I have been working. It tells me I'm right. And also how very far there still is to go. And he said, you heard from Voldemort. What he particularly wanted from Horace was an opinion on what would happen to the wizard who created more than one Horcrux and what would happen to the wizard so determined to evade death. That he would be prepared to murder many times, rip a soul repeatedly, so asked to store it in many separately concealed vorkruxes.
1: I wonder if he's wearing it in the movie because that would be a really cool. I think he, he is. is wearing
0: it in the movie. I think they show showing playing with it. like spins on it. a table. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, I like. It, it. Isn't that Ralph Fiennes, um Yes. Right. Nephew. Yeah. Really. I wanted to say niece, and I'm like, that's not correct. But yeah. So there you go um so cool so he definitely notices it uh and recognizes it and you know dumbler also knows that he knows you know you know <laughs> so uh just to refresh our memories we're going to talk about a sneakoscope it's a type of dark detector that looks like a glass spinning top it lights up spins and whistles if someone is doing something untrustworthy nearby uh, if i had a sneakoscope it would always be going off by a tiffany in the 90s that's rude that's rude well let's talk about it It was invented in the 18th century by the wizarding inventor edgar strolger edgar we thank you why is edgar i can't even do it what's the guy that's Edgar's the guy that hurts the cats and aristocats edgar from the from the <laughs> so Ron Weasley purchased a packet Snikoscope in Egypt, 1993, as the thirteenth present for Harry Potter. Ron's brother Bill said it was just a piece of rubbish sold for tourists and did not work, as it was whistling at their su- supper table. But you know that's because friend George put beetles in the soup, Ooh. and it also lit up. Um when, Harry, or when Ron was t- tying Harry's birthday present to Errol's leg, but he was not supposed to use the old owl for long journeys. Then later that year, Harry's sneakoscope starts whistling on the Hogwarts Express when Scabbers was nearby. Because, you know, he's really Peter Pettigrew and gross. Dude, so. that thing would have been going nonstop 24-7. Yeah. Uh, we see Professor Moody, uh, a.k.a. judy Judy. had a large sneakoscope in his office and harry's fourth year at hogwarts he had to disable it because he claimed it was extra sensitive and would whistle at any deceit as far off as a mile not to mention students lying about their homeworks but uh i don't know why i said homeworks (laughs) (laughs) But, but regardless of the truth of this claim it would certainly have not been activated by Professor Moody himself as he was Bertie Crouch Jr. in disguise. Yes, oh, Tiffany. Miss Clifton. Miss Clifton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not a snot when it comes to like Harry Potter trivia. Like if somebody says something wrong, I'm not going to like go out of my way to be like actually <laughs> I mean, if I know them if I know them well enough, I'll be like, hey but like it gets to me when people say that moody was the teacher fourth year
1: but it sometimes like it throws me off because like when harry feels like he knows him but he doesn't you know what i mean like, i know you, don't, you didn't have him like wasn't there was that was uh so Bertie cross jr people people will make the
0: ar- argument that like moody was a good defense against the dark arts teachers like
1: actually
0: Barty Crouch Jr. was pretty decent. Actually, you're wrong, <laughs> but like he that's one good. of those things that it's like really hard for me to let go. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, you're not. You're not wrong. It's sometimes I forget about it. You know what I mean? Like when you think about it, and you're like, no, you he feel like know you him. feel like you know him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see. A few sneakoscopes, along with other detection devices, were present in the room of requirement while Dumbledore's army was using it to practice. Sadly, they proved of little help to the D.A. when Dolores Umbridge finally discovered where they were. You know, I people I think that people shouldn't call her professor. I agree. Because she doesn't deserve that title. I uh, thank you because um, she's a literal piece of nothing. She's the worst of the worst just disgusting anyways on july 31st 1997 that's harry potter's birthday oh you do know uh, hermione granger gave him a sneakoscope as a gift for his 17th birthday at breakfast before a small celebration was held in his honor the contraption cool. later alerted harry ron and hermione about the snatchers outside their tent uh, after accidentally saying the dark lord's name even though it was <laughs> tabooed unfortunately it also it alerted major the snatchers taboo. that the trio were in the tent um, and fun fact, you can purchase the sneakoscopes at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and at the making of Harry Potter as a novelty one. toy. I okay, have a I'm sneakoscope time.
2: Yeah, Katie has one. It's cool. Also,
1: a <sighs> decoy detonator.
3: I think mine's broken though, because it doesn't go off every time Meg tries to trick me or something.
1: Where is the sneakoscope? Yeah. What's really cool about the wiki it also has translations. In a bunch of languages like Bosnian, Czech, Danish, Dutch, Estonian, Finnish, French, German, Hebrew. Hungarian, Icelandic, Italian, Japanese, Norwegian. Oh,
0: my God. In Vietnamese, it translates to sneaky mirror. That's cool. So neat. In Japanese, it translates to hide and seek.
1: Interesting. That's that's pretty cool. That's That's pretty cool. Um. And that's, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles, my friends. Yeah, it makes me laugh that, like, you know, people constantly... First of all, let's talk about the fact, because people constantly... The quote is not wrong, but the person who says it is wrong. It's like, when in doubt, go to the library. Hermione Granger didn't say that that was Ron that Weasley. Was Mr. Ronald um, Weasley. And I, people, because I, too, was one of those people that forgot that fact. Um. And uh something else was gonna come out of my mouth oh constant vigilance they were like yeah moody didn't say that that was barty crouch pretending to be moody lord you're right yeah
3: is your whole life a lie my
1: whole whole life life
3: is a lie
1: you liar (laughs) (laughs) you know what i like that get die over is like people um making like reels and TikToks, or whatever you where they're like know what doing I you yes they're so funny it's where they're like over animating <sighs> it's so funny Rod, do you want to stay no. stop stay from Rod, me that's no. No. Not.
0: <laughs> you can't you can't <laughs> uh, I need to make uh, one of those about not them. me not Hermione you,
1: you. <laughs> not me <May>. not Hermione <laughs> Yo. I want I want to watch Rupert Grant react to those <laughs> Oh
3: god It's
0: so funny I put it on my Instagram stories It's probably still there if you want to go check that out People who are listening live It's so funny Oh god Is that it? Yeah <laughs> Is this over? You yeah. quitting? Are you walking out now?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm done. Okay. I had to look. I'm like, I think I'm done. Is there any more words there that are in <laughs> no, blue? No, there's just back to green. Spaloo. I got really confused for a second looking at the doc. And I was like, what is this in black? It's like we haven't done a Potter story in every single episode. Yeah. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this? This freaky thing. Oh, it's a fan story.
0: My gosh. Before that, though, let's uh, talk about the lightning bolt round. All right. Lightning bolt round. Can you gather those for me?
1: Gather them up. Gather Sarah. them up. Gather, 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 gather them up.
0: I said
3: a
1: horrible piece of chocolate. Yeah. Why are oh, you e- It's because
0: worst. you're eating while you're recording and that chocolate knew that you weren't supposed to. Uh, magic by Phoenix
2: walls. asks, if you were in the <laughs> 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 If you were in the Wizarding World, what would be your preferred way to travel?
1: Walking <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a winter wonderland, I'd like a you broom. Know,
2: the convenience of evaporating would just.
1: Yeah. I'd get over it. I would like mm-hmm. to be flushed
0: down the toilet, preferably. That's bloody disgusting. Ooh, that's, that's bloody disgusting. disgusting. I prefer to be
1: care- cradled like a babe in Hagrid's arms. Oh, God. Yes. He would take care of me. He's. He's got such a uh, maternal nature to him that he just would be just lovely. Indeed.
2: Uh, Anna Beth asks, what is your <laughs> ultimate grilled cheese?
0: Bread.
1: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> you Butter. So many, I also was going to say cheese. bread. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a restaurant by in Cleveland. Uh, well it started in Cleveland I think there's it's, other cities a as lot well, of called other places Melt, now But it's too. a grilled cheese place um, It was on the Food Network a lot And I get the same thing every time you guys, I go there I don't get the hype It's just like I don't It's just grilled cheese Which like I don't eat all the time yeah. So like I think it's a good If you like grilled cheese I'm not
0: it's good, but it's like... Yeah,
1: I'm not one of those people that like gets like extravagant sandwiches. It's, let too, me tell much, you, it's
0: too much bread because it's on like Texas toast. If you, it's you too could much also, bread. I like bread. You can bread. get a
1: half, a half a bread. You could also do the gluten-free bread, and it's thinner, um, which I've done. But I always get the kindergartner, which me starts too. off with just cheese. I get provolone. I get grilled onions and grilled mushrooms, and that's my sandwich. I would
2: rather just... just Make it at home, man. So, melt is good in certain situations. It gives me a
0: stomachache. But it tastes great.
2: So, like, but I like, really I like, like, I like their one sweet... It's like a sweeter sandwich. And it is the bread with cream cheese and... Peanut butter. Peanut butter and bananas. And, bananas, and yeah, then it peanut comes peanut with peanut. a jam on the side that you dip. So good. And it is it's so good I wasn't I like but here's the thing I saw that (laughs) somebody I don't remember what made me order it but I think someone that I know got it and I was like that sounds intriguing and they were like it is surprisingly delicious like I promise you won't be disappointed so I ordered it and I was like holy crap that's really good like I could never eat a whole one but you can order half sandwiches there just enough so good but my typical i
1: don't eat peanut butter or bananas marty
2: marty can just make me one and i'll be happy as a little clam i enjoy i enjoy melt on occasion um but yeah i don't
1: don't eat grilled cheese a ton though
2: you gotta eat it at least once if you're in the area yeah Yeah, it's very good
1: especially if you like if you are a grilled cheese fan or like a sandwich, like if you're a connoisseur of cheese, grilled like cheeses, they have, they have really good food. Their mac and um, cheese they put on their is sandwiches good atmosphere. is good. They
3: change their fries, though. Not as good as they used to be.
1: But if I'm just making
2: my I own like grilled cheese, I'm going Munster and Colby. Yes, that's the king
3: of combinations. Regular yeah. sliced uh. bread. Munster. I don't like the thick bread. Give me a Kraft single.
0: You, you know, know what I don't need American cheese. Are you serious? Sometimes. Give me some <laughs> processed cheese food Sometimes. and some that Campbell's is so tomato gross.
1: soup. no I Get like out. Munster. <laughs> uh, I like a Colby. Um, I usually don't have any of these cheeses at my house because I don't buy cheese. I'm not a big cheese eater. Uh, I don't eat American. Who <laughs> cheese? Um, I prefer provolone or a swiss i things. swiss is kind of stringy though um cheddar i like a good string like the other day i was at the hospital and a patient ordered a grilled cheese and it looked so gooey i was like that's that's where it's at what's the cheese that's
0: on french onion soup your mom gruyere Um, prob Gruyere because
2: it's french
0: gruyere
2: also i, I do appreciate I dipping it into into a tomato soup. oh yeah mm, very i love brie man i don't like brie. <gasps>
3: brie i do not like that because you're wrong oh,
1: actually baked brie. okay miss
3: some, like, craft nice american single get out yeah, of here i don't like bananas yeah. and peanut butter but i said that, get out the
1: that's that's childhood on a, on a sandwich you leave me alone i used to hate a burr bar the other day, that was banana-flavored, and I had to force myself to eat Yum. it. are um, eating it? I've never had halloumi, but it looks like something I would really like. Ooh, I've had it. it. What? It's good. Halloumi? Mm. It's
2: good. It's just
1: a cheese. It As just a child,
3: really I used to hate mac and cheese and grilled cheeses.
2: I know I'm wrong now
1: uh i don't again yeah. really did I'm anybody hear what katie into just into said cheese. because it
2: is not something Gosh. to be talked over
1: <laughs> that's like sinful i, I like don't like think there's anything wrong with it but now oh, i've you're wrong. seen the light i, I honestly can say that i don't really light. even like mac and cheese now as an adult and i think part of it is because. A lot of people love my mac and cheese, and I have to make it so often that I just don't ever want to look at it or eat it.
0: Oh my god! I'm not lying. Snotty things for a hundred. <laughs>
1: no, it, it, like I have to make it. Like a, a, I only make it like once a year because it it's an ordeal, and a I burden. just genuinely like I've never been like a mac and cheese. That everybody loves my mac and cheese. That's and right. I just don't That's why right. I I people it request anymore. it more than anything else. They're like, "Are you going to make your mac and cheese?" And I'm like, "No." You know what I'm requesting? No, I'm only making hot wings, Aaron
0: salad. <gasps>
1: I just made that. I know. I want it delicious. Want More. What Shall we, we move about? on? Was that yeah, That's one question.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Jenny P asks: Travel by broom, apparition, or port key? Port key. Whoa, no,
0: none of these are good I'm options. I'm changing to
3: apparition because I just want to get there fast. I'm
0: going to, I'll do apparition. I think apparition. Just
2: it's the fastest. It's quick. I'll
0: probably well,
2: barf, but whatever.
1: I'm cheese
0: are you still on cheese Ugh, we've cheese moved blow. on
1: that sounds so <laughs> random but goat, I, it's because I read me goat, like, cheese, goat cheese and great. honey
0: I do not like no. goat cheese Megan and I, and I lovingly shared a goat cheese ravioli together we it did. was the most romantic moment of my life well, let me tell
1: you I ate some fantastic sushi <laughs> while y'all were sharing your stuff you did it was phenomenal
2: it looked good was it that fantastic was Sarah did you All answer right. the question broom apparition report. I eat? don't
1: <laughs> Realistically, I'm a muggle and I can't. Oh my thing. god. So I guess I would apparate because snippity snap I'm done. You're I don't know. Such a
2: butt. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, next
1: question. I'm a muggle. Katie, you said We're apparition, up. right? We're yeah,
2: okay. Vinny asks when you first saw slash met Slughorn, from which house do you think he was? I actually Slitter, thought evil. Ravenclaw because of I his could see whole him being a I think
0: probably Charade. Ravenclaw, but I don't remember ever like caring <laughs> yeah
2: same here
3: yeah I think I remember being surprised when I learned Slytherin not like in a bad way but I just like I don't know that wasn't my first impression
2: yeah yeah. I, yeah I remember thinking he would was a Ravenclaw
1: I remember literally not even meeting him like moving on it's like okay your chair your chair your chair your chair <laughs> what if i wanted a couch, daddy (laughs) (laughs) no i don't want you to buy me a couch all right incorrect next question
2: is from sam gartley if you were slughorn what would you hide as
1: if slughorn was me is the real question yes um my lord uh what would i be Maybe I want to be a shoe. Your shoe. Your teddy shoe, bear. Your shoe. Have you seen people you would fit in one of those those giant teddy bears people buy from cats? Yeah. That are like yeah. Massive and they hide in them to freak people out. Oh, so like, I do that. They'll get inside the teddy. They'll like cut it open. They'll get inside. And then the person comes in the room and they get up and whatever. Hello. And
0: they like, I'm here to haunt your dreams. I'd be a cat um, bed. So a cat would come lay on me. You're such I was gonna say a probably a bed, or maybe
1: like a, a hat a hat rack
0: you'd be a hat rack mm-hmm. they have one of those come to life in beauty and the beast true dad doesn't it like punch people yeah <laughs> <don't think> so <laughs> oh my god I do have to point out something that somebody said in the chat that's not related to this but it goes back to the goat cheese comment um let me find it. Katie says, "So Meg takes Tiff on dates, but not Katie." And it made me laugh because literally all the pictures I was <laughs> posting from Disney looked like Megan and I were on like our honeymoon. <laughs> I did it, that one right.
2: grouping of photos, and Sarah was like, "It looks like you and Tiffany went on a date last night."
0: <laughs> it really did, because every boomerang we did, it was me, right?
2: Yeah, across. <laughs> oh man. Did everybody answer Think so that question? Me lots of dates. Mm. What did you say? Oh, I didn't yeah. answer it. Um, <laughs> oh. I would. Uh, <laughs> I would become a footstool, like the footstool in Beauty and the Beast that was a dog. Do you know what I'm talking about? But would you meow?
1: Yes. Yeah. No, I would but be like, a footstool. Do you want people putting their feet on you? Yeah. ew.
2: Well, I would hope that they just walk right by me because they're not going to stay a while if they're coming to see if I'm walk in here.
1: <laughs> right by me. Ha. Right by me. I know I'm there.
2: Kendra asks, when you read this the first time, did you think something bad happened to Slughorn? Absolutely. As I've said, I fell for everything. I fell for everything. I don't remember.
0: I
1: was like, I don't know. I didn't read this book. (laughs) (laughs) But truly, it sounds like I didn't.
0: (laughs) It's a long time ago. It's a long time ago to remember, like, your first read. My first time reading this
2: book your first time with this book Kara Lynn asks what strategies and tactical measures would you use to hide from Voldemort and the Death Eaters I think the best tactic would honestly to be just like on the run like Dean Thomas was like don't stay in one place for too long and put up those protections that like Hermione was doing yeah I mean basically what the trivia did you know the trivia and what <laughs> we do have trivia coming oh, up soon oh man what the trio I mean, that's did that's what
1: Slughorn did you know what I mean like he went for over a year he was saying for a year he's been moving yeah. week in, after week Um, I probably would leave the country
2: yeah for sure yeah, would be my that would probably be the best yeah. way Bye. I mean
1: but like if it it depends I, I don't think like I would want to go very far because I would go back to help fight I think but I don't know I just don't know.
2: Um, Mia asks, "This or that teacher goals edition? McGee or Sluggy? Which McGee would you be oh. more like?" I'd want to be like McGee.
1: Yeah, I think she's a better teacher. Slug I think Horn she's a, a better human. Teacher. Yeah, here's my thing though. I think that he plays what? favorites and that's not what educators right, do. I think right. do. that's correct. I think Snape also did that, but I well, think yeah. that like when Snape is rules? actually helping them while he's not a great teacher with the way that he treats people and his attitude and Slughorn is better at that. But like Slughorn is people having people like just open a book and do it where like Snape is teaching like this is how you make the best potion.
0: I think that both of their classes were doomed for for certain students' failure of some kind. Because if we think about Snape, yes, he was a great teacher, but kids were so intimidated and Mm -hmm. fearful that they couldn't actually learn from him. Now, Slughorn, not maybe being as creative or hands-on, not to say that Snape was actually hands-on, maybe they didn't learn well in that kind of environment even if they were a little more relaxed so it's like if you would just combine the two <laughs> maybe you it's could have like had better potioneers yeah, yeah. See, i think
2: that like the differences between slughorn and snape in terms of playing favorites like snape chose favorites in his actual teaching methods whereas slughorn yes he chose favorites but he taught everybody the same he just did have like the Slug Club outside of it, but like think of Neville. Like he didn't, he didn't play favorites with Neville. But I feel like Neville was able to learn better with him because in mm. class he didn't necessarily choose favorites. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: but you could yeah. also point out like Hermione didn't do well, so. As well in his class versus Snape's because... I also think that... She's a very black and white... Like, you tell me to do it exactly like this is how I'm going to do it.
0: I think that um, she was, like, in her own head about Harry as yeah. well. After yeah. things started happening. Um I agree with that. She, like... It's almost like she lost a little bit of her, like, creativity in herself because she was just trying to do better than Harry. Yeah. Rather than just do good, f- like, on her own. Yeah. And I wanted to be like, honey... Do you and you'll be fine. Right. Yeah. But yeah, Snape, I mean, think of, think about how awesome of a potioner you have to be if you are better than the textbook. Like, if you find better yeah. ways than the textbook, yeah. you know, that's inventive. And thinking outside the line, a smart, smart person.
1: I think that they both have some are, are lacking yeah uh and a lot of ways and could have been better mm-hmm. so i
2: guess i'll go with Mick mcg then <laughs> i'm going with Mick mcg we're well. like
1: again she's not the perfect person only but she's because a phenomenal i phenomenal teacher i'm not we see we that like she that. doesn't play mm-hmm. favorites we see that she wants yeah she'll the take best 2 points kids, away from Giffindor. and like not even just with what they're learning but like outside of that yeah too
2: yeah um, yeah seeing her um with harry in that like careers meeting i think really like upped Heck her yes
1: that was great yeah and like even like she doesn't like Trelawney that much but she will like Stand sit up for her, her and yeah. was like you're not like this is wrong you know what i mean um she's just so good Y'all. Yes.
2: one more question comes from ray shelley what are your thoughts on the slug club do you think it's neat or weird that professor slughorn collects students like trophies
1: I don't like it. I did not a great fan of it.
0: I don't like it because it's not based off of anything except.
1: Really what he, it's almost like what he he can get out of these students. Yeah. yeah. His perception. He can
0: capitalize on. Yeah. Yeah, And I don't like that. If it was gobstones or flying or an academic kind of club, that's one thing, but you're like literally playing favorites. You're plucking kids. For, like, what you can get out of it and what you deem to be, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. And we see how much it gets inside Ron's head. I mean, if there was, like, a standard at which you had to do something to be able to get in, then I think that children could wrap their minds around, like, why they weren't in there. You know what I mean? Like, if you are in... um uh What are one of these academic clubs that we have in the muggle world? Like... I don't know
1: Ec- what like kind of class, like academics? like
0: honors English like I was in honors English in high school because you took a test and you either were in the class or you weren't in the class and at least that's something that kids can understand like oh I didn't make this score so I'm not in this class it's not like what do I have to do to be able to get into this class you
1: know what I mean you know what's funny is that I ended up in AP US history because I wrote it on my thing and I wasn't <laughs> supposed to get in the class yeah you're a gem yeah it didn't end well for me <laughs> But that was through my own fault of not doing homework, which don't don't be like me. Do your homework. Pass your classes. I think the same thing happened. Like, I think I wrote down, like, honors, uh, some type of math class, which was fine. I'm very good at math. You're (laughs) a gem. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. Part of it, like, just skeezes me out. (laughs) Words. It does. Like, I don't know, like. I don't know. I'm not I don't love it.
0: How is Slug Club like Dean's list?
1: It's not though. It's not yeah, as Dean's it's list. Not you have not to academic. work. Yeah, you have to work to get on that and like get good grades where he's literally picking no people that he thinks are uh sorry, worthy I- enough well- <laughs> in his eyes we're yelling at Vinny, it's and now mia list, no you know? none like, of these things he talks about <laughs> right michael balby right and i don't know if this is just a movieism, if i'm being honest because i haven't read the end <laughs> of the book in a long time where you know his uncle helped do all those things so he's like oh my dad doesn't really talk to him he says he's like a tosser right so like he has him in there because of who his uncle is and then right. he finds out like oh you're not as you're not up to snuff for me like you're not good enough for me so like nope that
0: but what talent knowing people isn't a talent
1: i feel like it's so early in the year like how do you know exactly what how they are honor society was about grades and really let me just say this just because you have good grades doesn't necessarily mean that you're like really intelligent and just because you're intelligent doesn't mean you get good grades that's like, look at Very Bill Gates well. and never finished college. You know what I mean? Like, there's right. tons of people that never finished college. Like, that's no nothing to, like, measure your but, intelligence on. Okay,
0: but it's okay. So we're arguing with Discord right now for people who are listening. Um, Mia, just because your your family connection has talent doesn't mean that you yourself have it, though. So that that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't care who you're connected to. It's like what the student actually does. Oh, man. This is going to be this is going to be Bellatrix as a Hufflepuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but this I'm saying like that's why I think it's wrong was like he, because like it's not it's almost like Slughorn is bringing these people in. So cuz he talks about it, like what they all gave to him. He goes, "I can have tickets to uh, this whatever you know, I want hold like, on. and this is going to happen and this is going to happen."
0: Misunderstood me. As she said that Sluggy brought them in to see if they had talent
2: because he does ditch some so i guess i can see that like the beginning meetings are not necessarily in honors society but as the year goes on it kind of is well
0: and the thing is it's like it's it's what he deems talent so if we talk about what are the markers if we talk about jenny i don't know how her grades were but her her bat bogey hex is the reason why that she was in there. So, like, I like that's how what Kara
2: explained it. Oh, it's networking. Please read. Slug okay. Club is, is legitimately networking. Slughorn has an instinct as to who well, will do well. Hence, Ginny and Hermione and who is well connected. McLagan family connection can pay off immensely for Slughorn. That makes sense yeah, to for me.
1: him that I get all of that. And I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm saying like, majority of this serves slughorn not the students for sure yeah
0: the students get nothing out of this except to be annoyed at a a sense of superiority
1: around their other students who don't aren't deemed good enough i mean ron like that's a huge sense of like what he's struggling with now that's hogwarts anyway that's hogwarts anyway that's
0: gryffindor ravenclaw and slytherin and hufflepuffs are out
1: i don't disagree with you. yeah and like but that's like one thing like genuinely with ron like he struggles with feeling good enough you know what i mean like he's one of seven kids his best friend's harry potter He eventually marries Hermione like he that's one thing that like he struggles with and we see him struggling with it later on especially when he leaves Ron or he leaves Harry and Hermione because he doesn't feel like he's good enough and he doesn't think that he belongs there because Harry's the chosen one and he's so good at all of these things and Hermione's the smart one and like that's just one thing that well that he's making out with lavender well Uh, in this book yes but the next book Katie he's not anymore can you
0: say something and then she can you just just say something hi
1: what's your thought
3: (laughs) uh (laughs) more katie i don't know i see both (laughs) sides i do i do and that's why i haven't been saying anything because i don't have my own opinion on it i really don't look at it it's like i i don't know is it like a dean's list sure because he picks people but he picks the people and then deems if they're worthy or not and it's all about him instead of the kids like an honors an honors club would be about like furthering the kids talent but i feel like it doesn't he but i do do think that
2: he offers something back to the kids in terms of like a a connection i'm sure he would a reference or but like he deems who is worthy to do that
1: but I think that a lesson should I don't be learned that, 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 like, you should not have your worth determined by someone else. It should be, ter- be determined be determined by you. Very true. Kids, oh, I almost swore. Kids,
0: kids, <laughs> kids are just so impressionable, which is yeah. why sometimes I feel like adults forget how it feels to be a kid. And um, when we're gonna read Ron later on, like, you have to just keep in mind that. It makes a big difference in a kid's life whether or not they feel loved and accepted by their educators. So don't ever forget that. I'm not pooping all over the slug club. It is what it is. It's in a fictional book, but let's. (laughs) At the end
1: of the day, it's not real. (laughs) Just take take
0: that into real life. Is that um, kids put so much stock in what adults think, especially adults that are in. Not even just their parents, but, like, in in another authority figure type. So just keep that in mind and try and put yourself in the shoes of a teenager. And it's a really, really big deal. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying? Don't forget what it's like to be a kid. Because the minute you do that,
2: you lose so much joy out of life talk more about this when we actually get to the slug club too
0: (laughs) Uh, what do you mean
2: Uh, (laughs) eight years
0: later
2: i don't think that anybody got a bingo this recording (gasps) what so
0: sucks to suck y'all who needs a square let me say it (laughs) that
1: we can spare a square
2: (laughs) wow there are a lot of points this this um recording but Slytherin came on top. Holy you're joking. With 2060 points, no, ravenclaw in second.
1: I worked my tail off. With
2: 1370 points.
1: How many I genuinely did think have? like this is wrong. Genuinely cuz I also worked my tail off. Hufflepuff like BS. is third with no. 690
2: and gryffindor is fourth with 600.
1: Here is my question, though: Like, how is there such a vast difference between many, the points? How many Slytherins
0: are on this call? Don't start celebrating, you dang snake! I there are
3: a lot of Slytherins and Ravenclaws in the chat today. I mean, I genuinely
2: but like, even didn't the, do there's anything. There is a
1: huge difference between the Ravenclaw one and the Slytherin one. It's a and I genuinely, Vinnie, I love liked <laughs> A lot, almost every single point. A voice. lot of
2: Slytherins asked questions that I asked, but I also did a lot of Ravenclaws, so I don't know.
3: I'm
0: so confused. Could have been I know just a lot of interactions in the chat. Thank you, Sam. No, a- as I long, long as my lions know that I am doing work for them, honestly. I just want I to like genuinely say the that there was
2: there was no cheating. No foul today. play. No foul play.
1: I don't I won't believe it.
2: That's
0: crazy. Can I just have somebody do it for me?
2: Because <laughs> I just want to pay attention to the podcast. <laughs> That, that I good. mean, we set that up. <laughs> That's fine. So, <laughs> I'm not that worried. Slytherins do get a lot of reaction points because we're funny.
1: <laughs> mm, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: Whatever. This is totally off topic, but I'm going to say it because I'm laughing. So, I posted a picture of that little dresser thing, and <laughs> this person goes, um, what are you going to keep in them? And I said, I'm not sure and They go, my vote is very small rocks. Alternatively, teeny tiny clothing would be quite <laughs> adorable.
3: Who is this? Uh, this?
1: Their name is Wyatt. S-
3: somebody on the Internet? Yes.
1: And I chuckled. Fan story? <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. This week comes from Becky Gormont from September of 2019. Hi Tiffany, uh, Megan, simpler times. Right. <laughs> Hi Tiffany, Megan, Katie, and Sarah. You ladies are the bomb.com. And that translated into a link, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> I absolutely adore you all and I can't get enough of you. I actually found you through a post on Reddit. What? I listened to you nonstop until I got cut up. I then became a patron and I'm considering upping my level. I'll start off with my potter profile. I'm a Hufflepuff with ravenclaw tendencies. My patronus is a grass snake, yuck. Her words, not mine. My wand is dogwood with dragon heartstring, 12 and a half inches and slightly springy flexibility, and my Ilvermorny house is horned serpent. My Harry Potter journey started when the books came out in 1997. I was in seventh grade and my mom had seen an article in her People magazine about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Of course, the book was receiving bad reviews at the time due to the whole teaching witchcraft. My mother, being the curious woman she is, bought Sorcerer's Stone, read it, didn't see what all the fuss was about, and passed it on to me. I instantly fell in love. (laughs) Like most Potter fans at the time, Joe couldn't write them fast enough. As my siblings and I grew, we dove deeper and deeper into the Harry Potter world, even buying multiple copies when a new book was released so we could all enjoy it without stealing the one copy we had. Out Out of the four kids, my brother Jacob was the most into Harry Potter. He dressed as Harry for Halloween for years. My mom, two sisters, brother, and myself all had plans to go to our local Walmart and stand in line for the midnight release of The Deathly Hallows. Unfortunately, my brother was not able to join us as he passed away at the age of 13, 11 days before the Aww. book release. I remember standing in line with such an emotion, emotional time for us. While we were excited for the new book, we were missing Jacob. He, we kept saying how jealous we were because he already knew what had happened to Harry and his friends. While this was the worst Mm -hmm. summer of my life, I do have the memory of us four girls in line together remembering Jacob and his love for Harry Potter. Fast forward to July of 2017. I just had my son Tanner, who is named after his uncle Jacob Tanner. Like any expecting Mm -hmm. mother, I researched nursery ideas. My heart was set on Harry Potter, but nursery decorations were few and far between as well as crazy expensive. I wasn't able to have my dream nursery, but I sprinkle Harry Potter everywhere I can. Tanner has a snuggle the smuggle outfit, and we watch the movies on September 1st, as well as any other time the mood strikes. My plan for the future is to surprise Tanner with a trip to Universal when he is 11. I want to give him a letter of acceptance from Hogwarts to tell him where where we're going. I'm not sure what I will do if he doesn't like Harry Potter. (laughs) I recently did the sorting test with my husband, and he is a Gryffindor. I'm hoping to have another child, and we would be the, quote, perfect Hogwarts family. With a Hufflepuff mother, Gryffindor father, and Ravenclaw and Slytherin children. Please keep doing what you're doing, as my powder journey will never end. I really hope to make my way to Wizarding World. wizardly Oh my god. Wizardly World of Kent. At some point, I meet you, hmm. ladies. Sarah, your personality is so in line with mine, it's scary. Literally the same person. Also, try L- LUS, Love Your Curls, hair products. They are amazing. Thank you all for being you, and don't let the muggles get you down. Becky. Mm, Becky. Becky, that is really a sweet story and I'm sorry for I'm s- your loss yes.
2: I also really that hope that it has to be incredibly painful I really hope that you do get to come out to the wizarding world of Kent next summer yeah well there's kind of one this year yes yeah but like we're not gonna we're not gonna have like a booth or anything So like whenever it's no. real like whenever it's like full full on full again on, yeah yeah yeah
0: but i'm glad that you you know still have that great connection with the series and it's a great way to you know keep um your brother's memory alive yeah by just sharing that series with those that you love
3: Mm -hmm. totally
1: yeah so thank Thank you thank you for your story and thank you for your recommendation for my hair um so thank you. And you're amazing. Yeah, You're it's pretty cool. scary
0: that there's another
1: sauce out walking around. Out there. I mean, <laughs> pretty awesome. And you love Harry Potter and Define you're making sure your kid awesome. Too. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazing. And you know what else? I was going to say a swear and I won't do it. Please don't. I've been tempted all day. <laughs> okay. Uh.
3: Who's ready for a joke? Tell me a joke. I want one. I want one. What do the Internet and Gringotts have in common? I don't know. What? Trolls. Links. (laughs) Trolls.
0: (laughs) Uh, I was, like, trying to make links work. It did not.
1: (laughs) Let me see. What happened when the air conditioning in the cheese factory broke? There was a meltdown. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my God. God. I knew cheese
2: jokes were coming.
1: What does cheese say to itself in the mirror? You looking gouda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got it. <laughs> uh what is why is Christmas the cheesiest holiday? Because baby Jesus. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Let's do on other. It's on par for this episode, though. <laughs> what do cheese markers dance to on Halloween? Cheese markers? They're the ones that you put on the cheese so you know what cheese is, like on a charcuterie oh, board. Oh, the Munster mash. Oh my did god! It the Munster mash. 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 The Munster mash. What do you call cheese that's not yours? Why do
0: you say nacho it cheese? Like that.
1: Nacho cheese.
0: What do you call? You got it. <laughs> well, that one's like easy. Yeah. God. Not. Well, so no, was yours, yours Tiffany. You, god. you god. Tiffany. What did
1: you- <laughs> What did one cheese yell at the other? Leave provolone. <laughs> oh, my God. What did oh the God. frustrated cheese say? I don't know. I'm feta up. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, Give God. me a jam joke. Yeah. Why did the cheese cross the road? To feta the other side. What? So get, uh, get to the other get side. To to feta. Other. Oh, jeez. Oh, What's cheese. the smartest cheese? I don't know. Cheese whiz. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why was the cheese sent to his room? He needed to mature. <laughs> <sighs> what did Cheddar say to his date at the dance? You look sharp. I was oh. gonna say something about sharp, and then I couldn't get it out. I love a good sharp cheddar. I do too. Nothing's better than sharp cheddar.
4: Cheddar cheese. What did?
1: <laughs> this will be my last one. What did the cheese say when he quoted Shakespeare? Hmm. To breathe or not to breathe—that oh, is God. the question. Thank you. Yeah. Do you like cheese? Why? Yes,
3: I do. My favorite's Gouda. What's the difference between jelly and jam? I've never jellied my finger in a door before.
1: <laughs> Speak for yourself.
3: Oh I once saw it <laughs> I once saw a ghost at the jam factory. It was jarring.
1: <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, <laughs> wait, can I ask one last question? Speaking of cheese. Do you like cheese? I don't know how to answer that. I want to know what your favorite cheese is, basically. Oh. <laughs> if you only have one cheese for the rest of your life, and no other cheese, what cheese would you eat?
2: Havarti. Colby.
1: Brie. You said what, Tiffany? Brie. Fata.
2: Fata good. It's good in, good. like,
1: everything. It's mm-hmm. good in salads. It's good in eggs. It's good in my mouth. Yeah. It's got a, got a good mouthfeel.
3: I was her bread. She was my jam. One day she left me saying, you deserve butter.
0: Oh, what? <laughs> Did you just, like, pull that one out of thin air? No, I'm reading one. <laughs>
1: oh. <sighs> oh gosh. Follow no. me on social media.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean Megan, are you going to
0: do your part, or are you just going to, like... You guys are just, like, know? talking.
2: I don't know. All right. We're jamming. Oh my God!
0: Salining Tower of Chiza. Uh.
2: <laughs> Follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok. You know? Are you actually on
0: Twitch? Am I, mean, I on Twitch? I have an account we're on there, but we're not on there. Let's see how many followers. But you can
2: there. find me and Katie at the Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at tiffswish underscore flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at Omalley with three H's. Tiff what you up to.
0: I did something today, and I'm very happy I did, but I'm not done with it yet. But I'm very excited about it. Can I talk more about it? Yes. I bought a Lego set. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's technically like the Ravenclaw one, but I had to get it because it is Wingardium Leviosa. And I thought that that was perfect because of Swish and Flick. And it even comes with little feathers. It's so cute. So, I did the first bag, and it's really, really, really cute. It wasn't sent with sustain. I have to go get the <laughs> Gryffindor one, though. But Ravenclaw is my second house, so I do love me some claws. And what else am I doing? I started playing um, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. It is so much better than when I originally played it on Wii. I actually didn't finish it on Wii. <laughs> on the Wii. Because of the motion controls hated them. So this one you can do like buttons only, which is super nice. And I ship, uh, skyward sword, Zelda and like horde mad horde. Horde. They are like super in love and it's very obvious. And it's a great game. Um, it looks great in the HD graphics. The colors are awesome. It's just, it's beautiful. And I'm very happy I'm very happy with it. I've slowly been doing some work for school.
1: Gross. That was like a perfect timing of me having like an almost hiccup.
0: Yeah, it was terrible. Shocked
1: for you. I'm just
0: trying to do like a little bit at a time so I'm not overwhelmed by the time that I have to go back. But my days are dwindling for my summertime off. But it's always I always get to the point where like in the summer where I'm kind of ready to go back into that like routine. I'm not there yet but we will. See. I
1: always got like when I was a student Like in grade school I remember the one time The teacher was like did anyone actually want to come back And I was like me
0: Yeah I was always ready to go back to school
1: You think okay. I would have been a better student
0: <laughs> And that's kind of what I've been doing I'm starting a new workout program On Monday And I'm excited for it So I've just been kind of like bouncing around Workouts I'm Having fun <laughs> i'm done
2: <laughs> um finally i've been working making on lots the railroad. of <laughs> coffee drinks um and reading a court of thorns and roses oh like I've a lot
0: books <laughs> did i'm like I, did I, st- I have more to say now because i forgot about books
2: well fine cut me off go for it tiff just keep going do you want me to go no go ahead well ours
0: are kind of similar well i will say that i finished listening to half blood prince audiobook again so i am now reading on audible a discovery of witches very very good so far and then i finished um a Court of frost and starlight because you look at me. Did I talk about last time how I finished wings and ruin? I I don't know if you finished it yet. Well, I finished wings and ruin finished frost and starlight and I'm on chapter five of silver flame.
1: Yep. You're right. I'm
0: doing better. (laughs) Um, so that's, I've also read. So Megan, you could talk about, you now.
2: Oh, okay. I think of something else. Um, so yeah, I, feel like since the last time we chatted i finished wings and ruin and then i also finished a quart of frost and starlight in no joke like five hours i sat down short one it's yeah. a quick
1: read yeah it's a quick it's a, like i should say compared to the rest of that series jesus uh, those books are thick with two c's Jeez. silver yeah. flames the b- actual like book is 70 799 pages yeah, it's on my big. kindle it says 764 maybe Ooh, hello. i'm gonna really be uh-huh. shocked if that's right i'm gonna look it up
2: i started silver flames on audible um don't love the narrator and kind of fell asleep while listening to it so i don't know where i am in it i need to figure that out <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but you're breaking my heart. Don't I,
2: I like it. I do like it. I just, I'm almost like scared to. Get into it and just finish it because I don't know how long I'm gonna have to wait for the next one. <laughs> See, oh. that's why uh. I told
0: you I'm slowing down and I'm kind of savoring it because this just you know what came you can do out reread it. I know, I know, I know. But yeah.
2: like,
1: there's just something about I will reading say, a book for the first time. Her next book that's coming out. So she did whatever it's crescent city it's like her, a crescent city series yeah, but it's it called something and i don't know it's like a house of something and something that came out how much is girlfriend writing at the same time well she did this i think with throne of glass as well that like the last couple came out at the same time but to be honest with you i don't know because i only just started reading her books like october of last year like that's when i started a court of thorns and roses it's, i think it was like september october you guys
0: it is such a good series i it is so i'm a, like i good. think i like it better than harry potter if i'm being honest i think you act like you like it more than harry potter
1: <laughs> we'll see if it has that longevity i mean i've already reread these books more now than i did ever did with harry potter tattooed on like your it t- body t- and then we'll see <laughs> well, I, I mean i came <laughs> out and but said so that anyways, this is the definitely is coming out oh people February, want January. people
0: want an ax podcast
1: i don't know what a podcast is guys
0: you want something like that? But anyways,
1: Megan, sorry. I cut you off. You continue to Everybody, talk. Katie, cut her off. I get fired up when I talk <laughs> about books. You should know this by now. Do it, Katie. Um, She's my wife. Oh, crap. I just did it on accident. What? what?
2: What? Oh, my God. Me? Um Cats. I forgot what <laughs> I was saying, if I'm being honest, but.
0: You don't know where you're at in the book, so you have to figure that out, and you don't really care for the narrator.
1: You were you were savoring it because we don't know when the next one's coming out. Yeah, we both were and that. I am yeah.
2: sad about the change in narration, so I'm having to get over that hump.
1: I listened I to the first
0: n- two. And I was on nervous, Audible, and it was um, not bad. It's a different woman person.
2: Is oh, there, see, I'm actually talking about who I'm reading the perspective bring,
1: from. Yes. Oh. I will say when I started reading it, I was nervous. I thought you were uh, That I wasn't going to like it because I was so used to, like, Feyre's point of view and, like, reading, like, as her kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, this book did not disappoint.
2: Yeah, I just, I'm, I need to get, I need to, like, sit down and really get into it, but then also I'm like, well, should I, like, take a little break and read something in between or do I just, like, keep going? I haven't decided. I say you
0: keep going, but you don't, like,
2: power through like enjoy it yeah i know
1: know. and i will say though like i had the luxury of i finished wings and ruin and frost and starlight before the book came out so i had a little bit of time before reading those books because i read both of them um in just like i finished both of them at least in december because i was done uh reading them before this year and this just came out in like what february so like i had i had a time and i had a lot of books in between um but that's not to say like i didn't i was nervous that i wasn't gonna like because when i found out it was after i started reading them that i found out the next one was gonna be in Nesta's point of view and i was like Ugh, like i don't think i'm okay with that like yeah almost getting like i hadn't even finished them and i was already getting like a book hangover of like i want more of their story um but she needed to tell nestas uh, this
0: th- oh shoot what was i gonna say Oh, I blew through Wings and Ruin at the end of that book so fast, and I don't want to do that with this one because I feel like I shouldn't have done that because I was just so like amped that I feel like I missed. I probably missed something. I know
1: I did when I did my reread, and I think that's the closest I've ever reread books together. Cause I read the first one in February and it came out, and I just reread it again. Is this is conversation for another podcast. I mean, <laughs> and poor Megan's like, I just want to finish talking. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I told you to make me shut up.
2: <laughs> anyway, at uh, this moment, my favorite book is *Mist and Fury*. Um, it's a good one. It's a good one, and Katie just started it, it so I'm excited, one. but i hey. i think that i will i think that i will just continue on i was thinking i'm like do i take a break and read my simone biles book because the olympics are like because i'm sure it's a quick read um so i don't know i might i might Honestly, do that do it i might do if that if you think and then you need a palette it. cleanser yeah.
1: like i've done that i haven't finished throne of glass i also haven't finished there's another series so if you think you need like a kind of a palette cleanser just to give you like Space in between the two books, do it because otherwise you won't enjoy it as much.
3: Read that JVN book. I've read it. You read that one,
2: JVN's like memoir, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I think I'm gonna read the Simone Biles book because gymnastics starts in a couple days and I feel like I could read it before, and it's just. It's a good Olympic time book, and I'm excited for women's gymnastics, and that's what I'm looking forward to in the next week is women's gymnastics. Do it while you
3: eat Olympic Oreos with Pop Rocks. Yes. They have Pop Rocks in them. But anyway, I'm done. Katie, you can go ahead. What do you mean? What are Olympic Oreos? They are Oreos. You heard me. With red, white, and blue cream in the middle, and there's Pop Rocks in it, like fireworks that explode in your mouth as you eat them. It's delicious. Don't give me that face.
1: I don't eat Oreos. It's so good.
3: Even a
0: giggle herself, but he's not She doesn't them. like
1: peanut butter. She doesn't like Oreos.
0: They're going to stop listening after this episode because I'm you know, for other reasons. <laughs> look at that gift that Jenny
3: <laughs> Fire posted. That's hilarious. Oh my god, so true though. It's literally Simone Biles <laughs> that. flipping into space and like coming. Back I just out. saw
1: a picture of her standing next to another man that I don't know whose name it was, but he's also an Olympic athlete. And so she's four eight. This guy was six eight. It's just funny to see them standing next to each other. Like, and that's why they did it to take the picture of them. Mm. Um, in the height difference. <laughs>
3: Sorry. <laughs> like, what am I talking about? I don't even know. What have I been doing? I'm finally a part of the club. I've started, or I finished a court of thorns and roses. Woohoo! And I'm not in a how court of do you Fury. feel about it
0: without spoilers. How do you feel about it?
3: I feel good about it. Um, it's like so that that as a good. question. No, it's like voice went up. it's such a different it's such a different world from what I'm used to reading. I don't I don't think I've ever yeah. read anything yeah. like high fantasy. Um mm. but the way that she writes it it's not like it's not scary like Lord of the Rings high fantasy where I'm like I'm well, never also, gonna remember Rings is all really this wordy. stuff.
2: Like I like Tolkien is he's tough. so wordy. I I can't. He's so tough I to read. do Who's wordy? Tolkien. Tolkien. I We're do on. wish oh, there was for me. a
3: little more detail also so far as I've been reading, but that does I don't like miss that enough to stop reading. You I'm wish really... that
2: Sarah J. Moss gave you more detail.
3: Yeah, I am enjoying. Like with it what. Still.
2: Like, sometimes I oh, can't say this
3: no. without like a spoiler, but sometimes spoiler. it's like there's an idea and it happens. There's it. an idea and boom. Like, it, okay. it, there's no like description. I could of see it. that. Like,
1: it yeah. moves too fast. Yeah. I will
0: say that yeah. sometimes that du- gets doubled back. Like, it's not meant for you to know right now.
1: Yeah. I sometimes don't love that in books either when, like, you're reading it's like, and then weeks pass. I'm like, but I want to know what happened in those weeks.
3: <laughs> right. But, like, like I said, I'm clearly enjoying them I am it's a, a really good story um, and i've heard that this is a really good one and very different from the first so i'm excited to see what that what that means cuz i have no idea and every like time every like 5 minutes Mike's like where are you at where are you at <laughs> <laughs> um other than that i really oh, got to start man. figuring out like a running training schedule even though i'm not signed up yet cuz sure. hopefully that's like in a week it's kind of up in the air to do my
2: 10k i think i talked about that last week um, she's gonna be fundraising for American Cancer Society. Yes,
0: so great.
3: Yes,
2: so look out for that.
3: And yeah, that's pretty much it. Go ahead, Sarah.
1: Um, what have I been doing? Nobody knows. <laughs> Currently, I'm leaving tomorrow on a jet plane, so I've been trying to figure that out. Do you know but, when you'll
0: be back again?
1: Uh, yeah, Monday morning. <laughs> Uh, um, you're welcome. I have read, so I that. started. I have a funny story. So, um, one of our listeners, Vanessa, who was also, uh, we did. She was on our podcast, right? We did because she does. Don't call me crazy podcast. Yes. So we were for sure on hers. Was she on ours? I can't remember. Yeah. 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 We did was both.
2: She?
1: Um, go listen to those if you haven't, because we talked a lot about like mental health in the Harry Potter world on her podcast. So she had messaged me on Instagram and she's like, you need to read the carry on series. Um, Like you'll like, if you like Harry Potter, you'll like it. So I was at Barnes and Noble with my sister and I picked it up. I was like, Oh, like I had someone who mentioned like to my sister, I'm like, Oh, someone told me I should read this. And so I was reading the back of it and I handed it to my sister. Cause I was like, here, read the back. See if you like this. And then my sister refused to give the book back to me. And it was the only copy. And I was like, what the heck I'm, I'm like i was gonna get that she's like well i'm buying it now i'm like you're a jerk <laughs> and then we saw the second one i'm like you might as well buy like the whole thing she goes no i'll just buy the one and i was like you're, gonna, you're making a mistake i'm like if i'm buying a series i buy like when i <laughs> when i went and picked up a quarter of thorns and roses like however many months ago they had a box set of the first three because those are the only ones that were out and then they had uh starlight and frost whatever separately um i literally bought out of all of them i'm like well i hope i I hope i like these books (laughs) so i like bought all of them so i could have them and my sister's like i don't do that like i'm just gonna buy the first one and i was like well read quickly so i can read it because i wanted to i really liked it um and i thought it was cool that if you have read fangirl which i have not but i know megan has because she gave me the book to read (laughs) in it the girls writing fan fiction about simon snow And like, so she wrote, um, Rainbow Rowell wrote that book first and then she couldn't get Simon and his like story and those characters like out of her head. So then she wrote the Carry On series and there's, it's a trilogy. And the third book just came out. Um, so I read the first one. I really liked it. Um, I'm on the second one currently. And... Uh, what else have I read? Just like this one Hades like romance thing. It was fine. And then I do want to talk about. I snagged. I'm so excited. Because hmm. we have this um we've t- I think we've talked about her. She does enchanted oddities, and she's like a huge Harry Potter fan, but she also was getting into reading this uh Court of Thorns and Roses. Um and uh she decided like she makes sweatshirts and stuff and she makes other like t-shirts that are embroidered they're freaking gorgeous um but like they're hard to get because she's like it's only like her making these things so she makes like a set amount and then like uh they like sell out in minutes so she had this beautiful sweatshirt that is uh from the series and i literally set an alarm and i'm getting one of her sweatshirts and i'm so freaking excited I literally have been living on the high of obtaining one of them um, for, like, days.
0: <laughs> She's been very happy.
1: Literally, I was, like, telling, I, like, all my friends were over. I'm like, I'm sorry I have to ignore you. I'm like, I'm waiting till 7 o'clock. I have to order this sweatshirt that I don't need, but I desperately need it. Um, so check her out on Instagram. Her shop one is uh, Enchanted Addities. It's very cute. She's got a lot of hairy pot. Harry Potter things,
0: very cute um, stuff. There's like a whiz. Nope, <laughs> I was gonna say Weasley's Weasley Wizard Weezes sweatshirt. That's yeah. really,
1: really pretty. She's gonna start. She just did. Like um, she did crest. They still mm-hmm. have some of those still up. The last yeah, time I those looked are still website. there. I tried to get a Weasley sweatshirt, but it, um, gone. but she's gonna do Hogwarts like crest, like um like uh like a hufflepuff one ravenclaw you know and she's gonna do the ravenclaw one soon and they're gorgeous um so i'm gonna try to they're snag one of those. they're very pretty
0: they're like simplistic just beautiful designs like they're very to the point where like you look at it it's not overdone and you know exactly what it's from if yeah. you know it
1: um so i'm going to oh <laughs> yeah i also don't need more sweatshirts um bro i'm going to i'll take a picture of it when i get it um and put it on my story on my instagram i'm like just so freaking excited to have it it's gorgeous um what else am i doing that's it getting ready for wing day but by the time this comes out wing day will have passed so yeah
0: happy wing day
1: yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited yet nervous. I was telling my the woman that does my hair about yeah, it. It's
0: like walking into a torture chamber of your I, own. Yeah, design. and you know
1: what? I'm not mad about it. <laughs> You're a weirdo. I you love know, you. There's a fine line between pleasure and pain. Is that necessary? I mean, I just think that like it's just one of those things where. And once this, once I do it, you'll hear all about it. Uh, but it probably won't be for another three episodes. Yeah. True. Um. That. I don't know. It's just going to be, I think it's just going to be a fun day. So. Any if you have any Sunday. books you want me to read, let me know. I'll add them to my never ending list. Um, I oh, told my there's friend. There's the Weasley one. Yeah, it's really pretty. Oh, I told my so friend pretty. I want to go to a bookstore while we're um, we on it. our little weekend getaway. And she was laughing at me. She goes, we don't have a lot of time there, Sarah. And I was like, I know I won't take. I'm like, it's a small store. We won't be in there very long. Bull. <laughs> genuinely if we go on friday when it opens at 10 we have to clock we have to clock out i think that um i think if we do it then i'll have enough time to like n- not be there crazy long you know it all just depends mm-hmm. so that's my life i talk a lot of, about a lot of things i don't, mostly, I don't do much. honestly
0: most of your talk is about books and sweatshirts
1: i know but it's really all my life
0: (laughs) my life is books and sweatshirts and sometimes well and then like i
1: almost bought because i love oversized things like i like sleeping in like giant t-shirts and like giant sweatshirts uh i almost bought a second sweatshirt of hers that was like a four or five x because i know that it would like be really big on me and that's what i want Then i was like sarah you don't need it
0: so I might
1: I go I ha- I might have things some things favorited on Etsy that are like bro-
0: my Etsy favorites are like through the roof because I like started being like, oh, I could like favorite some things and go back like when I want to do like Christmas. It's buying. mostly
1: book things that I have favorited. So like there's there's things from like a guitar that I have favorited, like a really cute glass with mountains etched into it.
0: I want to get like a watercolor. Um, print of. uh cinderella's castle
1: um i'll talk about another chef that i just bought stuff from anybody's
0: talented enough to do that by lena
1: marie on instagram and etsy and they have cute bookish themed things and uh disney world stuff too i'm looking at but i got a really cute um t-shirt that i won't say because it's kind of like a spoiler for silver flames and then um she has these little dressers that she hand like stained and painted them herself. That's like the dresser that Fayra paints at the house like when she was growing up. So it's like hers is the night sky, right? And like stars and she paints flowers for her sister. Um and flames for Nesta, I think. So it's cool. And I'm obsessed and the drawers work. <laughs> and I just I I need to stop being on the internet. People need to stop making cute things, okay? <laughs> Or just go and support them and buy their cute things because I can't stop. She can't do it by herself. And sometimes I try.
0: It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, how about for... Oh, it's already there for me. Sam Gartley suggests for grilled cheese and Googling. Yeah, like we did. We did talk about that multiple times. So for grilled cheese and Googling, my friends... That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down.
1: Amazing! just my voice!
2: Listen to us, dang it! <laughs> maybe they will, too. <laughs> Not maybe, if you don't, they well, will. we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm starting that over. Make sure... Like your preferred
0: seamless <laughs> <laughs> I put it yeah.
2: That's
0: ah. perfect.
3: Okay.
0: Unless they hate Harry Potter, which is
1: very bad.
2: In which case, is unfriend it- them.
1: <laughs> it's wrong with you. Get new friends. <laughs> Get new friends. <laughs> And keep the old ones one is silver and the other is gold make new friends with swisher oh sunday 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 <laughs> don't make friends
3: with swishers make friends with flickers